can't pretend to be Harvey. (laughs) (laughs) I nearly made that joke and I was like, no, I'm not risking it. No, my luck, they're already recording. (laughs) Oh, let's do a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) After that cold opening. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> a hot opening, not a cold one. Good day and welcome to Frock Unwrapped from the same studio that brings you objectively bad. We apologise. <laughs> uh, my name is Nate Peterson and tonight we will be staying in for some home cooking. But first... A kiss on the hand might be quite con- continental, but our first host is a grill's best friend. It's Stuart Bat. But that brilliant, Stuart Bullock. Well done, slick, slick. Yeah. Hello, Nathan. I'm looking forward to getting called up to a proper professional podcast one day with <laughs> openings like that. It's only a matter of time, isn't it? Absolutely. Hey, oh. You know that your openings are legendary. Yep, correct. You are sure? Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm reasonable. Good, good. We aim for reasonable on this yeah. podcast. Uh, next, we've come a long, long way together through the hard times and the good. I have to celebrate him, baby. I have to braise him like I should. It's it's Michael Jameson. <laughs> Hello, mate. You're right. I stumbled there because when I've written the intro, I've somehow put Stuart Bullock a second time. <laughs> so this thinking. And yeah, you didn't even say Stuart Bullock the first time, so you, no. like you needed it to be written yeah. twice. How are you, Michael? Are you Yeah, 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 yeah. That's you guested on another podcast this week. I did, yeah. The Sacred Cow. Was did that you? your Yeah. Was that your first <laughs> Was that your first non us podcast? Uh objectively bad? I mean, yeah. So non us. Um, I, I can't actually remember. Cool. I'm not sure. I don't know. My memory's too bad. Correct. I, vaguely feels like I might have been on another one, but maybe not. Probably not. Probably not. How how was it? How were the guys over there? Did they treat you well? Yeah, they did. They were really really nice. Um, it's a really, and I'm not just saying this. It is a really funny podcast. So the viewers of Frack, they reached out to us said uh initially they were just like oh check out our podcast gave it a listen um i was laughing a lot genuinely a very funny podcast as as you said after because we spoke briefly about it after i was on um because you gave it a listen um very much in my wheelhouse in terms of humor it was um mm-hmm. they're very extraordinarily dry and they couple that with uh, sort of irreverent bizarre humor so they talk about um various things that are hilarious and funny and 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 yeah so it was really good being on um i I think i tried to force the humor a little bit too much in places um but i had a oh nate's nate's that doesn't sound like you no (laughs) god no never done a thing like that it was basically it was pretty much improv i knew what questions were being asked to like percolate some ideas but uh it was basically improv so uh yeah it was quite funny good I'm glad you enjoyed it. So, yeah, anyone go and check it out. Listen to it today. It's, it is, uh, yeah, it's very funny. Yeah, the only thing is, it's somewhat hard to find. So, if you search Podbean and then the Sacred Cow, or, or just the, maybe something will come up if you search the Sacred Cow, but it's by Sam and Simon. 
and um yeah i was on episode eight so go and check it out it's really really funny yes it good, is. good stuff <laughs> uh, up next give it to me baby uh-huh uh-huh give it to me baby uh-huh uh-huh give it to me baby uh-huh uh-huh and all the frock fans say he's pretty fry for a white guy it's rich milford pretty uh, pretty good cheers mate you're welcome how are you yeah good how are you? Yeah, good. Thanks for having thanks for having me back after the um, sweeter or savourier debacle. Although, I've been, to be fair, I've been back since then. To be fair, I was thinking earlier which ones I've been on before, but I can't actually remember yeah. what the other themes were. I think it was dinner parties, was it? Dinner parties and theme park food. Theme park food. That was it. Yeah, that, that was a good one. That was episode thirty-five. Tonight's th- sixty-two. So it's been quite a while since we've had you had you oh. on. Yeah, yeah. But uh, always a pleasure. Never a chore. No. And finally, everybody's like Crystal Maybeck, Diamonds on Your Timepiece, Chet Plains Islands, Tigers on a Gold Leash. We don't care. We are caught up in your love affair, but we'll never be broiled. Broiled! It's Tony Milford. (laughs) Hey! I love that. (laughs) You've all got song pun themed frying cooking related intros today. So, how are you, Tony? Very well, thank you. You've only been on once before, unlike your husband, who's making the fourth appearance. This is your second appearance. Yes. We wanted to have you on before, but um, the other guys overruled me, so I do apologise for that. <laughs> otherwise, <laughs> otherwise, we would have had you on every week. How are you? How yeah, are very you, good, thank you. How are you coping with... It, this is a question to both of you. How are you coping with lockdown mania? Not, not, not too, too bad, bad, actually. Finishing each other's sentences now, we're spending so much time together. Oh, I mean, uh, arguing quite a lot. <laughs> no, we're not. no, we're not really. Uh, <laughs> we're, we're said, the other day, we've done quite well to self-isolate in a one-bedroom flat. Yeah. No, yeah, to be fair, the first few weeks were weird. But I was saying to Tony the other day that it's actually becoming a normality now. Like the, like yeah. queuing outside, not not just like the staying at home, not doing anything. Like stay like queuing outside a supermarket. Yeah, normal now. Like it, like when it go, when things change, it'll be weird to not queue outside a supermarket. Um, be weird to shake someone's hand again. God, awful. Like I I, I don't know. I, I sort of feel like you should plan like who yeah. who gets the first one. Because imagine wasting it on some just like random yeah. fella. No, I heard yesterday some fact about why people shake hands. Apparently, people used to do it to prove they were unarmed. Correct. So uh, that's that, a nice little fun fact. Yeah. Really weird that I was having exactly the same conversation earlier today. Really? Literally had the same conversation with today. Tony? So, or... With Tony? With Tony, yeah. So we listen to the podcast. I was like, well, I've got this fun fact. Yeah. Correct. So um, did it twice. But, yeah, no, it's, it, like you say, it's the, it's the, uh, it's the new norm the new norm, and uh, it's going to be weird when all these. Yeah. It's going to be weird to, to spend like be in the company of someone without it having to be. Yeah, no, completely. Yeah, I've got but... to the stage where I'm watching TV, and there'll be like people on TV hugging each other, or whatever. And I'm like, that's weird. Oh wait, no, that they're allowed to go out. Yeah. <laughs> I think, yeah, but yeah, like, as you said, I think we're dealing with it pretty well because I'm back at work now. It's kind of uh, not much different to um, life. In general, like apart from just obviously, I just miss going to the cinema and just going out for going out for a meal. Mm. That's uh, the main thing. But apart from Horrible, that, uh, been having loads of street parties. So, <laughs> correct. That's a joke. If only it was VE day every day. Um, 
If only we could celebrate the dead. Every day. <laughs> the dead more often. Maybe we'll have a, a coronavirus v, VE day at some point. Oh, oh too soon. Too soon? I, I, I said to Rich, though, it has taken, the, uh, as much as I don't mind the whole supermarket thing, and I get it, and I'm all behind it, I used to love just, like, if Rich was, like, nipping to the supermarket for something, I'd just go in with him and just, like, you know, and you used to just casually browse the supermarket and find yeah. something random. Whereas oh, yeah. I find I get so stressed when I go shopping trying to stick to the light lanes because I am sticking to the lanes, regardless yeah. of what people are doing. Mm-hmm. So then suddenly early, like, I missed an aisle and then went to go back round and then I was like, oh, hold on, no, that one's going the other way. Yeah. So I've now got to go up this one to go back round, blah, blah. Yeah. And it's fine. It's not even an issue. It's more that I have to give myself a pep talk, like, right, this is fine. Take your time. Chill out. You're not in a rush. You know, I can just do all this. But I do get a bit... I don't, it has, it's taken the fun out of supermarket shopping. Oh, it's horrendous. Do you know what's weird? People don't mind queuing up outside for about half an hour, like at two metres distance, but then as soon as you're inside, no one at <laughs> that two metre distance, the ma- majority of people is just gone. Yeah. It's it's people just showing, almost like they're showing that they, that they understand what the rules are rather than yeah. actually understanding what the point... Like when you see people wearing a mask and they've cut a hole in it so that they yeah. can breathe properly, it's like... <laughs> yeah. What are you do- like? What are you doing, you absolute idiots? Um, but I don't know if you've been into any. You say that about the uh, supermarket. I haven't been into a proper supermarket in about two months now. Um, oh, the only wow. the only shop that I've been into is uh, Tesco Garage, and they still try and have the same rules. You know, trying to go up the certain lanes and all that, uh, the aisles and and stay within uh, outside your distance. But the problem is when you're queuing up in a petrol station and the door's basically right by the queue, like there's no way that people can get in when you're stood yeah. right by the door. Yeah. So it's it's all yeah. just bollocks, basically. Yeah. So that's Which what... is a shame because you know everyone's trying their best at like the company you're trying to do it all. Of course, It just yeah. doesn't always work. But... No. Um, we were just talking off air about your wonderful business, your little cookie mill. Yeah. Second, an- second anniversary vibes on the horizon. Yeah. 28th of May, I think it's the 28th, 27th or 28th of May is this our second birthday, and we've got a little treat in store for everyone. You are, and uh, uh, you've sent us all these to try um, on the... Sent, uh, sent MJ two of them. Oh, they were incredible. My joint favourite. Although they're slightly different now to when you had them, because I'm not using... Although I suppose this is going out... This will probably be going out after the birthday, won't it? Uh, Uh, This is going out in two days? Oh, okay. Oh, okay, I won't say then. But yeah, MJ's had... I'll basically say what MJ had one with white chocolate Smarties in, but now there's not like... It's not white chocolate Smarties, it's just white chocolate. Um, But yeah, we've been doing some local deliveries. So when we had a delivery in Aylesbury, we've dropped some to MJ. Yeah. We had a delivery in Manchester as well. With, um, <laughs> <laughs> Stuart was out. So. It's a shame, actually, after that yeah, drive. Yeah. Essential journey as well. So. Uh, no, the cookies are absolutely incredible, though. And if you're listening to this, you need to buy them. I will be buying a box 100%. You're um, tying it back into to, to quarantine. Are you at full capacity at the moment, or are you you reduced because of the uh, uh, still slightly reduced. I'm just doing Easter flavours at the moment, so I'm basically... Mm-hmm. Um, using up, you know, my stock of Easter eggs that I bought earlier this year, like cream eggs, Oreo eggs and Reese's eggs. Then once they're gone, they're gone. Then we're going to do this uh, two-week run of this special edition thing. And then um, 
uh, back to classic flavors. So just the so we've got the original Choc Chunk, triple chocolate, triple chocolate salt caramel, white chocolate raspberry, lemon meringue, ra- lemon meringue pie, hazelnut heaven, and Very cherry berry bakewell. Nice. Yeah, it's lemon trouble, isn't it? Yeah, the big yeah the biggest thing at the moment is getting hold of things like butter and eggs. Eggs oh really? Yeah. Good. Yeah. So um, yeah, but we're getting there. Yeah. So you're so you're just doing the the special one after this. You're not doing that plus normals. No, just just basically just so I can you know make as many as possible just yeah. to give people um like a two week chance to uh. And it's get, a little break in between, it. so it's kind of like Easter, a little break of something special, and then back to normal. Mm. So yeah. It's kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't want to, you know, because I still get my eggs from Tesco. Because I haven't, I haven't found a proper egg, you know, um, su- supplier yet. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't found many hens yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So obviously, I do, I'm not going to, I'm not going in there all the time. I, I'm only going in there kind of sparingly, getting eggs when I can. Because obviously, I don't want to. <laughs> Before lockdown, I was literally emptying all the shelves of eggs and butter usually, but uh, I'm not obviously going to do that now. Um, well, obviously, I haven't tried the new one, but I can only imagine that it is an absolute winner because they all are, mate. So, what was, um, what was the one you said? Was it Terry Bakewell that you tried recently and you said you weren't sure if you were going to like it? Lemon Rank. Lemon Rank, sorry, that was it. Yeah, yeah. And and it's turned out to possibly be my favourite, or at least oh, one, of, one of my favourites. Yeah. Yeah. Favorite, Which one? Lemon Rank. Oh, yeah, Lemon Rank. Loving that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's really, really surprised me. Um Marshmallow bread goes so well in a cookie. It's so, so, so good. Yeah. It's funny, when he did it the first time round, it was never one that I was choosing as often, but every time I had it, I loved it. Whereas now, if he's had like a few spare that have like come out the oven not looking great or whatever, and he hasn't sent them off, that like lemon, now I'm going to be like, are there any lemon ring? Have we got any lemon ring? I want the lemon ring. So yeah, now I'm actually like going for it. Yeah, absolute, <laughs> absolute cracking, cracking little cookie, but they all are. They all are. Yeah, we've got um, a post up talking about favourites, so we've got quite a mixed review, which is nice. Like mm. a mixed bag of reviews. <laughs> you've got a mixed review, which is nice. Always nice yeah. when some people don't like yourself. Yeah. <laughs> um, lovely stuff. Right, moving on. Uh, I am going to play a little game with you both called Random Questions Season 2, because I don't think either of you have played it. <laughs> Um, so, could each of you please give me two numbers between one and ten, please? I'll let you go first. Two numbers, uh, eight and three, please. Eight and three, okie dokie. So, Tony, how much would you need to be paid to eat an entire tin of dog food in one sitting? Oh. <laughs> is this before my furlough salary or is this like... <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> It should, it should be noted. I wrote some of these questions pre pre um, coronavirus, so I do apologise if any of them were. Uh... But what's it? Rich tried to get me to eat something random yesterday. And he yeah, like, I was just going to say that. Like a plant no, no, or it's, something. It's gross. So gross. <laughs> I can't remember. You know those compied blister plastics? <laughs> oh, God. sorry. I peeled one of those off, and I was just like, just before I threw it away, I was like, oh, re- like realistically, like not joking, how much would I have to pay you to eat this? And I think it was about five thousand. Yeah, you know when I said earlier, how are you dealing with? Co- um, yeah, <laughs> I think I think not as well as you think. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because I used to do it for about two hundred quid, but now <laughs> <laughs> got um, yeah, how, my income now. How much would you need to be paid to eat an entire tin of dog food? Don't worry, we're not going to offer you the money, so it's, it's not a, it's not a, a a real offer. I mean, 
dog food's not as bad as the plaster. Hmm. So, you know, I think I'd it... rather eat the plaster. <laughs> you could swallow it without really. Yeah. Oh really... god! If you gag, you're thinking about it. Um, I don't know. Seven hundred and fifty quid. What? That's exactly. <laughs> well, that's really good. I was thinking somewhere between five hundred and a thousand. <laughs> I'd, it would, I'd have to do it. It would have to be above a thousand for me. Right, we'll see what we've got in the Patreon. We'll, we'll, we'll have a whip around. Um, Not a whip it. <laughs> Correct, a whip it around. Um, number three was favourite crisps slash chips. Ooh. Oh, the, the crisps I eat the most. I actually just walk with ready salted, which is so boring. Oh. But they're so good as well, though. So they, yeah, just the walk. Yeah, just ready salted. Yeah. So I normally just keep those in the cupboard for if ever I'm just, yeah, want a bit of a savoury snack. At home <laughs> if you ever walking. feel like your life's too interesting. Which is <laughs> <laughs> like, calm down, have yourself some plain crisps. But if I'm getting like a meal deal and I'm getting like, Chris to go alongside. What will I always go for, Rich? Quavers. Quavers, yes. Look at you answering each other's little questions. Yeah. 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 <laughs> what do I get, Rich? Oh, Quavers. <laughs> We're only going to the supermarket one at a time now, so I'm like, Rich, make sure you get the right crisps for me. Yeah. Correct. Um, Mr. Mr. Milford, two um, numbers, please. I will go for two and six. Two and six. Uh, two. Favourite sandwich? Oh, Favorite sandwich. Um, what shop bought or homemade or is it? Uh... No, just anything. What's your favorite sandwich? What, what, uh, what do you want to slam between some bread, my friend? Um, I'm just I'm just a classic um, chicken and sa- chicken salad kind of guy. If I'm making it myself, if it, if I'm buying it from a supermarket, it's going to be chicken and stuffing because that's probably the best supermarket sandwich. That what you can kind get. of salad do you put in yours? Uh, just basic lettuce and tomato, bit of mayo. Cooked chicken, bread, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> white, white or brown or always brown, always, oh. always seeded. Like, uh, what is it? Hovis that we get, or is it um, the seed, seed sensation? sensation seed yeah. sensation. I don't know if it's, I think it's Hovis. Hovis seed sensation. Seed sensation. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> the bread is what we get. Ah, oh, no, Stuart, go ahead. Funny, that's what that's what the cashier at the Tesco always sings when I buy it. <laughs> uh, I need to get the lyrics up now so I can do a, a good. Uh... No, you don't. Um, okay, lovely. And number six, what is the weirdest animal you've eaten slash would like to eat? Weirdest animal I've eaten. What do we have at Shakazulu? The crocodile cigars. Yeah, crocodile. Cigars? Yeah. They're like, yeah, they're, they're basically like long strips of, I suppose, like chicken tenders. Yeah. Or like chicken strips. Yeah, they look like a Sato But yeah, crocodile. So that was quite weird. Pretty good, though. Like, um, you like it? Very, very yeah. chicken-y. Yeah. Um, eel is quite weird that I've had yeah, before. Yeah. That was, um, But that was really, really good as well. Yeah, smoked eel. That was a tits, and I'd never yeah. think that it would be. I would like to try... Um, um, bat. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't really know what I'd like to try. I'd like to try. Uh, I'd like to get into more gamey kind of meats because I'm not really a game kind of guy. Well, like um, Cooper. What's that? Cooper meat. Don't understand that joke, Michael. Co- Cooper, like Cooper meat and uh, Goomba meat. 
Oh yeah, yeah, Mario. Yeah, wow, it's a really good game. joke, Michael. That's a good joke. Uh, right, good joke. Yeah. Laugh, laugh at all the jokes that are the same like quality. I said, yeah, it's a good joke. It's game. Yeah. It's it game. is funny actually because didn't you try eating a Nintendo Switch game? <laughs> I did review a Switch game. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, are you okay, MJ? What's that? <laughs> are you okay? Carry on. Um, lovely choices. Thank you very much, Mr. and Mrs. Milford. Moving on swiftly away from MJ. Quivia. 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 Can I just say something really quick? <laughs> you may. Um, it's not a meat, but I'd quite like to try an ostrich egg. <laughs> is that weird? No. Stuart, Stuart's obviously not all over it at all. But nope. I saw there's a there's a YouTube channel called Bon Appetit where they had an ostrich egg and they made something out of it and it looked insane. And I just, I just yeah, I'd quite like to try that. What oh, was that the um, binging with Babish episode? Yes. Yeah, it was. I can't get into him. What binging no, with Babish? I Babish. No, I don't. Re- I don't really like him. I used no. to, but he's he's a little bit. Um, Annoying. <laughs> what he's like him, except for the fact that I, he was annoying. I cannot even imagine how anyone could find him annoying. What do you find annoying about him? I just think he's. Uh, I think he tries too hard. <laughs> wow. Fair. But you're friends with him, Jay. No, I just don't. I just don't really get on with. Yeah. No, I just don't really get on with his. Uh, yeah. Oh. Sona. <laughs> oh, that is fascinating. Why don't you like him, Stuart? Um. He's a bit. I don't know. I've I, 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 I tried to watch some and I just found it. He's a bit broy and. Oh, no. I suppose I, I hate no, polite. Go on. Uh, it's going to be quite a tirade. You better go first. I was just going, I was just going to say the same. There's another guy from the Bon Appetit channel called Brad Leone. Do you know? He yeah. yeah. A, he does a channel called uh, It's Alive with Brad and he and. Babesh was on one of his episodes, and I just felt like he was just really trying too hard to be funny, and that's what kind oh. of that, that episode that he was on. Oh, I'll have to have a look. Um, yeah. I, yeah, I think there's maybe an air of when he's in things like doing stuff with John Favreau and whatnot, and he's like with these huge people. He he maybe feels like he has to um, try and live up to them a little bit. There there could be an air of that. But um, I, I was going to say, I think John Favreau lost a lot of weight. I don't think he's that huge. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's talk about something else. Yeah, um, yeah crazy. I, I highly recommend Binging with Babish and would uh, urge listeners to disregard any other opinions you heard tonight. Well, perhaps we will review a episode of it on our new podcast that you can find on Patreon at some point in the near future called TV Dinners. Wow, that is not on the silver tier, that is on the gold tier. <laughs> it is on the gold tier, so May you have to pay an extra yeah. few dollars per month, not what MJ said last time. Anyway. No, not correct. Not what Nate said and that I agreed with. Uh, you said, my friend. No, yeah. you said. No, no. We're gonna, no, no you said it and right, I agreed Stuart, with it. Can we you can up? listen back yes. to it. But Stuart, can you get the audio, please? I think it's MJ yeah. that said it. No, yeah. it is I, 100% Nate that said it and I agree. I, I said gold, you jumped in with silver, and I, I just assumed that you decided to put it on the silver, so I agreed with you. You're the guy that runs the Patreon, mate. I, wow, I'm, I am I'm, being I'm, chastised. Chastise, is that a cooking thing? <laughs> right, Quivia. Quivia.
some trivia You're at a quiz and as such it's never brought the tone of those two aforementioned words I am, I am livid, fuming. I'm making enough <laughs> mistakes without needing to be for given mistakes that I didn't make. I want to play for a while. Do I need a paper and pen? Ah, uh, nah. Right. Just your brain. Oh, good. And a the mouth to answers. Stuart might need pen and paper because he did shit last time. <laughs> time right. before last. Right. <laughs> the right. only time he's ever done it. Right. I have five questions for you. They are all world record attempts. They are all to do with cooking, not necessarily home cooking. They are all to do with cooking. Cooking records. Here we go. Question one. Longest home kitchen cooking session by an individual. I'm going to start with Rich. What is the longest session someone has cooked at home in their own kitchen? Longest session. Um, world record attempt or well, well success, success really success uh, success yeah. Attempts are just. I'm, just, I'm just wondering if they if I'm just wondering if they actually went for it or if it was an accidental success. Oh, um, <laughs> I, I, I would. I'm think, gonna. I would think I'm gonna say. Uh, Forty hours. Forty hours, Tony. Yeah, it's going to be obviously like a couple of days at least, I would say. So, yeah, I'm going to go. I'm going to go fifty. Fifty hours. Uh, Michael Jameson. So, th- is there an implication here that they didn't sleep? Well, that's what I was going by. I was going by how long can a person go without sleep? Yeah, and I was thinking like if it was like a you know like when people say oh, I'm going to dance for like twenty four hours that kind of thing, and if it was like a mass. Was it just one person? Or was it, was, like a... it was it was one person, and they were cooking at home in their kitchen. So it wasn't like a, a working environment or anything like that. <sighs> Could be like some oh, slow it's cooking just... involved. It's pretty hard to say. I'm going to say 40, 40, 40, 42 hours and a half. 42.5, and Stuart Bullock, or Bullock, as I pronounced it earlier. 52 hours. 52 hours. Um, Okie dokie. Question number two. Longest stainless steel cooking spoon in metres? We're going to start with Tony on this one. Longest longest what, sorry? Stainless steel cooking spoon. Oh, God. In metres, did you say? Mm Mm-hmm. Three? Michael, um, I don't think it could possibly be bigger than the spoon that you're stirring shit with, saying that I was the one that made the. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> um, Christ! Oh God! Oh my God! I just knocked my bloody Lego model that I've been working on for. Can't see it. <laughs> Can't see it the got. So if that's about a meter, yeah, two point three seven. 2.37. Oh, that's ridiculously small. Stuart? 
Um, five, five and a half meters. And Rich, I think you guys have gone too small. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna say ten. I think it's gonna be above ten. Yeah, maybe it'll be something like industrial. Oh no! I think it's, <laughs> I think it's gonna be something ridiculous. Like when, what was it before that you asked? Like, what was the world's longest sausage roll or something? And it was like three miles, and it was like, <laughs> well, no oven can fit that. Saying that though, that that lasagna they were gonna make for lockdown that was gonna fit in Wembley. Yeah. Most of the Zanyas fit in Wembley. Three mile long sausage roll. Yeah, Greg's is different up north, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, question number three, starting with MJ on this one. Um, most people cooking simultaneously at an event. At an event? Yes. So, i.e., because obviously, if you think about it, there's probably around the world thousands and millions of people cooking simultaneously at any given time but a, a specific event in a s- specific gathering so for example that could be a chili festival pod example uh it could be if it was a chili festival that, that did it yeah right so okay so, um god it could also be a lasagna festival it could be <laughs> in wembley stadium no less yeah, yeah. <laughs> And 70, uh, 2,117. 2,117. Good, good. Uh, and then Stuart? 4,037. Oh. oh. Um, Rich? Uh, I'm going to go big again. I'm going to say 35,000. And Tony? Um... 12,304. All of you are so precise. Yet, like, you're miles away from each other. You, you just... <laughs> Except for Rich, of course. Um, question four. Largest serving of cooked artichokes in kilograms? <laughs> Largest serving? Yeah, so this is uh, Stuart to start on this one. Uh, in kilograms of cooked artichokes... When, when you say art. when you say serving, do you mean this was served up to someone? <laughs> yeah, that's what I was, I was just going to say. Um, I don't believe it was served up right. to one person. No, I don't think someone okay. asked for the for the. <laughs> this was the guy. That, this was the guy that did the longest hours of cooking. <laughs> All he was doing was. <laughs> when you see like per serving side, like the calories. Yeah. <laughs> Slap the grande artichokes it's good for three hundred and seventy-two kilograms. Three, Fucking hell, that's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Um, coming back to you, Rich. 372 kilos. <laughs> I mean, I'm just thinking how much a bag of 20 of twenty kilo sugar weighs when I take that to the mill, and that is a lot of artichokes, surely. That's uh, sugar, I'm, though, isn't it? I'm going to say, <laughs> yeah, true, yeah. Oh, yeah, what weighs more, feather or an artichoke? Uh, uh, that's not the rhyme uh, anyway I'm going to say 10 kilos 10 kilos uh, Tony I'm going to say 70 70 kilos and Michael Jameson 188 kilo kilograms okay. weird that you guys I've gone higher for all the other ones and I've, you guys have gone high for this one I've gone low very funny. Uh, <laughs> number five, final one. 
number of viewers at the world's largest testicle cooking championships. Oh, yes. <laughs> now we're talking. Yeah. Um, Is this televised yeah. viewers or... <laughs> no, live. Live viewers. Um, and we are finishing with Rich. Live viewers. Testicle. What was it called? <laughs> Official name? Testicle what? Uh, it's the world's largest testicle cooking championship. If, if you want to know, it's, it's called it's called the Ball Cup. The Ball <laughs> Cup. I can't imagine. Not the Bullock Cup. No. I imagine this would be more than a million. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I'm. Uh, Three thousand. Three thousand, Tony. Um, I'm going to go lower, I think. Yeah, I think that's too high. 270? Too low. <laughs> okay. How many people were watching live, so how many people were at the event watching it? Yes. Uh, uh, 1,920. And uh, Bullock. Ah, Low-balled it. <laughs> low Three, three and a half thousand. Oh, that's more. That's so more like it. It realistically, it's thirty three hundred. <laughs> okay, the answers are uh, longest home time kitchen cooking session by an individual. That's quite hard to say. Um, Sixty eight hours, thirty minutes, and one second. Wow. Achieved by Ricky Lumpkin the second in LA during two thousand eighteen. Uh, the stunt was for the World Vision charity, oh. uh, raising cash. What did he make? Uh, it didn't say. Probably didn't, a lot of jokes. Didn't okay. care to look. Thousands, uh, probably. Yeah. Um, correct. Well done. Uh, question two. Largest stainless steel cooking spoon was dead on rich 10 metres. Wow. Uh, created by the Rosler Company in Germany in 2006. Again, I believe that was a stunt. I don't think they were using that for official cooking. Um, question three. Most people cooking simultane- simultaneously for our American friends. Um, 2,853. Um, so, sorry, I should have said, Stuart got the point on the first one, uh, Rich on the second one, MJ gets the point on the third one. Um, it was achieved at an event in uh, Dolina Charlotte Resort and Spa in Poland on the 13th of June 2005. My what, what was that? Birthday. Dumplings? Uh, the event was oh. part of the European Barbecue Championships. Wow, I bet that's wow. amazing. Correct. Um, largest serving of cooked artichokes in kilograms. Um Rich said that 372 kilograms was far too much. Um, imagine when he finds out it was 1,150 kilo- kilograms. Ooh. 2,535 no. And was achieved by Manu Yubras and Josper S.A., both in Spain. They, they, probably, uh, used that, they probably used that massive spoon. <laughs> <laughs> what was done with it all, then? Eaten, probably. Um, five... <laughs> Number of viewers at the world's largest testicle cooking championships, the Ball Cup, which is held uh, in Serbia. <laughs> Good to hear it's still being held there. Correct. Is, there a film, is there a film on it at all? No, I haven't <laughs> checked. But should. Always hold the balls. 1,000 viewers 
um, watched 12 teams cooking bull, boar, camel, 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 ostrich, and kangaroo nads. Um, and that right. went to Tony on that one. So okay. the winner with two points is Stuart. Thank you. Well done, Stuart. Um, sub- subsidiary question. Out of all the listed animals, which animals' um, balls would you be most prepared to eat? Correct. What, what was the choices again? Uh, bull, boar, camel, ostrich, kangaroo. Bull, probably. Kangaroo's jumping out at me. Yeah, kangaroo. Yeah. I was going to say it is jumping out at you. Uh, uh, yeah. Kidding. Uh, yeah, I feel. I feel like kangaroo, possibly. If I had to, I wonder about the uh, the boar because it's pork, isn't it? At the end of the yeah. day, <laughs> it maybe is. The, maybe the boar. Yeah, I think I probably eat the boar. I'm thinking size. I feel like the kangaroo might be a little bit smaller, might be a bit easier to get it's down. Well, oh, I, do you have to eat the whole thing? Kangaroo is probably just down under the ball, I'd say. <laughs> I fully imagine that the, the balls are fairly delicious. I, I mean, there's I, nothing. Tony, what do Because <laughs> <laughs> it must. Be, I mean, oh. it's, a, it's a big jump, isn't it, to eat, eat balls? So if you're going to continue to eat them and have a championships, then surely they must be delicious. Well, I'd maybe you should find out, Stuart. The text is like. Oh. I mean, I mean, you're the one. You're the one posing this hypothesis, and therefore probably the person that should undertake the um, the, the the test. When's um, when's it held, Nate? Because um, Stuart might be changing his holiday plans. And... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you can't go to Disney, you may as well go to the um, Bull Cup. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure Gemma, uh, famed vegetarian <laughs> Gemma, would be absolutely thrilled <laughs> to go to the Bull Cup. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You just try Mickey Mouse's balls. <laughs> Lovely, loads of stuff. Well done, Stuart. Well done on winning at the guessing game. Thank you. Um, if you at home have eaten testicles before, please um, comment <laughs> below and let us know. Right, let's get into tonight's subject, which is all about home cooking. I'm just going to fill some time while I just quickly switch on the light. Um, first of all, I want to thank Carl Peak Weight, who suggested this originally. And um, we added it to the list. So thank you very much, Carl. Um, Rich then picked from a list of various other things. So thank you very much, Rich. I don't really cook from home. In fact, I nearly ruined custard in the microwave today. So I shouldn't have any part of this conversation. Um, How many meals have you made, Nate? How many meals have I made? I mean, mm. I don't keep a, I don't keep a list. I don't have a spreadsheet color coded like you would probably. Uh, if I don't need you for two, do you? Ooh. Sorry, Rich, can you just take out um, uh, Tony's microphone, please? Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would I would guess max, max, across my lifetime, 50, max. But even then, even then, I'm being very generous with the truth. Really? That's amazing. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I reckon I've... Right, let me put a scenario to you. What's... Okay, Laura's away for the weekend. You're on your own. All all takeaways are closed. Like, what what are you cooking for yourself? But you can can choose anything from the supermarkets. What what are you cooking for yourself? Oh, God, the absolute easiest thing. It will be be beans on toast and... You think you can do that justice? And when I I say... 
Possibly. Salt and pepper. When I'm when I'm counting fifty meals, I'm not including things like that because that is just. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm talking about. A, I'm talking about a proper meal that involves a okay. number of ingredients. Yeah. Oh, uh, this is this is another thing that leads me on because when Tony used to make like chicken Kievs and like um, I don't know like chips in the oven and you could call it like oh I'm cooking tonight <laughs> or something that <laughs> I've just spent ages cooking. I'm just like, well, you've actually just warmed things up. Shut <laughs> up. Yeah. That, a, yeah. That would be that would be the sort of thing that I would do though if I realistically had was was um, on my own and left to my own devices I would probably end up just having that type of food to be honest I just I just it's it stresses me out it I, I, I when I have turned my hand to it and I have done some meals I'm I'm fairly happy with the results I don't think I'm a bad cook necessarily I just it just is the most stressful thing for me. If Laura, if Laura said to you this year you're doing Christmas dinner, I don't care what you say, I'm not doing it. <laughs> oh, I'd probably file for divorce if I'm honest. I just <laughs> I couldn't. I literally, to me, roast dinner is possibly the worst thing you could ask me to um, cook, just because of the number of components and timings and everything trying to bring that all together like for me if i if i ever do cook for laura i tend to pick something that is like a a one uh a one pan type dish like you just end oh, up yeah, throwing, it, throwing it all together and it'll be like a not that i've done this but like a jambalaya or something like that where it all ends up in the same pot and i've just got one thing to worry about right at the very end yeah i'm like that i always say it's if you can master a roast dinner for about four or five people then you can pretty much cook anything I just couldn't. I couldn't even. I would. I would hate it. It would be the worst day of my life. Wow! Um, and I've had some pretty wow. bad, great, fr- great frock show segment. That would be. <laughs> what? See my the worst day of my life. Thank <laughs> 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 time lapse. Watch, watch. Yeah. Let's beat that record of time spent in the kitchen. Yeah. Watchman go into. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to Frock Unwrapped. Please support us on Patreon so we can continue to make amazing content, including a recent video where we reviewed a £6 tub of ice cream. Six quid! Six quid! <laughs> Has he lost the plot? <sighs> and our recent £30 room service breakfast. This, this guy's a fucking idiot. That's enough about me. I don't cook. I can't cook. I'm not going to be contributing anything to this section other than moving things along. So, Rich, Tony, Michael, Stuart, any of you, when did you start cooking? Um... I started learning to cook when I was mainly cooking for myself anyway. When I lived with my dad and my sister, we'd all cook for each other. We could all cook for ourselves separately. But I was always like you, Nate. I'd come home and have like an egg on toast and stuff. Um, Ostrich egg. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a loaf of bread. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, so my stepdad started teaching me some cooking stuff, just to kind of give me, like, the basics and blah, blah, blah. But then when I moved out with friends and stuff, that's when I started cooking properly, because we were actually then cooking dinner for, like, our house family every night. So that's when I actually started, like, doing, like, yeah, proper cooking, like, yeah, chicken with stuff and, yeah, doing, like... Proper food, I think yeah. so. In fact, my mum said it was funny. Like when I moved out, she said you're eating better than ever, but you're eating more than I was before. So I'm having like bigger meals. So I was like then putting on weight, but I was actually eating better than I was before, kind of thing. Mm. 
Um, and then, so so then I was actually cooking quite a bit and then moved in with Rich. And I think it was like day three or something of living together. Rich looking for a cookbook, like, what should I cook tomorrow? And I thought, well, I can cook if you want. And he was like, no, I'll just cook forever. <laughs> and I'm very rarely allowed to cook for the two of us now. So I take it from that, Rich. Do you like cooking then? Obviously, uh, obviously being a obviously being a, a, a baker. Um, yeah, I say I get. Yeah, I do say I enjoy it. I only started really cooking from or learning to cook at the age of like twenty, twenty one, from um, a guy that I knew in uni who was a really good cook. Um, went around, used to go around his for uh, dinner, and obviously loved what he made, and basically got him to just teach me a few of the dishes, and then from there, um, worked in a fine dining restaurant. Um, uh, obviously learned a lot through that um, learned that I never ever ever want to cook in a restaurant ever again <laughs> uh, and then yeah went to cooking school and then of course, of course picked up a couple of little things from there didn't you yeah how was that um, expensive <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was good though um, it was uh, definitely a learning curve again I think like the majority of the people in the school wanted to work in hadn't hadn't necessarily worked in restaurants before going to the school whereas I had worked in a restaurant before going to the school I just wanted to refine my skills a little bit mm-hmm. um so the majority of them wanted to you know end up in a Michelin star kitchen afterwards which I definitely didn't want to do because obviously the hours are ridiculous for the for the low pay yeah. um and uh so yeah so that's obviously when where cooking well started because obviously yeah just refined my, refined my skills um kind of yeah set me up for life really of being able to kind of pretty much cook anything I want at home if I just follow a recipe and then but yeah that's where it kind of went went from there MJ Stuart you got anything to add I um I started experimenting with like cooking when I was a teenager (laughs) just like making uh (laughs) making random stuff but I I wouldn't consider that I ever learned to cook I think I, I had the confidence to try things but I, um, and then obviously going away to uni, if you don't cook, you're you're a bit screwed. But uh, it's it's I would say that it's it's not maybe until until the last ten years or so that I've I've got got better with cooking. I've never been a never been a terrible cook. I've always had a I've always had a rough idea, but I have always just just made stuff up uh, with just by throwing things together, concocting I call it, but. I think I've got better recently. Did you guys have a, like a realization? Because I had, I definitely had a realization again at the age of like twenty one, twenty two, when I thought, oh, actually, following a recipe isn't actually that hard. Yeah. Like when you when you look in a recipe book, and you, like before before I learned to cook, I always looked in a recipe book, and I was like, oh, I can't do that. But then really, it's it, it really isn't that hard. No. And then. Uh, yeah, I'm still at that stage where I look in a recipe book, and if there's like a, if the list of ingredients is too long, I'm like, nope. Whereas yeah. Jamie Oliver's five ingredients book was a freaking game changer. Yeah, true. The only reason that the only reason it puts me off long ingredients is just because I can't be asked to pay for it all. Just because yeah, if I don't, if I, have, if I have nothing in the house, I'm just I'm not going to buy it all just for one dish. Yeah, um, yes, yeah, especially if you're buying only... something that you can only buy in bulk. Exactly. And then you, yeah. The only dish I'll the only dish I'll actively go out and buy a huge list of ingredients for is lasagna. Yeah, yeah, because it's fucking lasagna. <laughs> There is a dish that has. Uh, there is a dish in this recipe book I've got in the kitchen that has. It, it asks for one hundred and fifty thousand kilos of artichokes. <laughs> 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 oh, 
Wrong moment. Take a drink of water there. Yeah, lovely, lovely. M- MJ, you are a famed cooker, one of the most famous ones. Um, yeah, I am one of the most famous ones. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, when when did you start cooking? So I started cooking when Claire and I moved out of Claire's parents' house. Um, I was always very interested. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Stuart is turning his background. He's just turned his background to a very zoomed-in image of me. Um, which delights me as a narcissist. Um, I uh, I was always extremely interested in cooking um, from a fairly young. Well, from a from a from around the time that Delia. I wonder if it is Delia Smith's fault when uh, the Delia Smith show How to Cook started airing. I think it was around two thousand and one ish, probably two thousand. Where are um, you? Where was I? <laughs> yeah. Specifically, I was at my house in my front room at Great Hivings in Chesham. I I got the reference, Nathan. Thank you. I got the reference, but I chose to answer it seriously as well. Um, And yeah, I was like, oh yeah, this this is wicked. I absolutely loved watching Gary Rhodes as well. He was a big one. Um, Rest in peace. And um, Oh, fuck yeah. Incredibly dead. Incredibly dead. <laughs> Why couldn't it have been Anthony Wall Thompson? We're all wondering. Um, Ooh, Michael. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm kidding. He's he's probably as nice, maybe. If if he's any different to his TV shows, then yeah, maybe he's as nice. Um, no, he seems like a fine guy. Um, yeah. So uh, so I I was always buzzing and itching to to get into cooking, and then when I moved when we moved out, um, yeah, it just hammered it hard. All, all the previous learning came crashing down, and I realised I was awful, <laughs> and uh, experience is required. Um, how much of this, you, just coming back to, uh, I think it was Rich said this about uh, following uh, recipe books is, 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 you know, incredibly easy or something like that. Um, how much is confidence a part of all this? Because I think that's what my problem is. That I just time. Yeah, definitely. That's what holds me back, I think, from a lot of it. Yeah, I think, I think it's, that's my knowledge is the main thing because you can read any recipe, but if you don't know the underlying science between different steps, like so, a recipe <clears> may <throat> ask you to add um, baking soda or whatever. Um, if you don't know what that does and it and the recipe doesn't explain what that does, <clears throat> then you won't know what have what effect mucking up that stage will do. Uh, to that extent, you may like different different things that you learn about cooking will fill in different gaps. So browning meat like the science behind that so the most recent thing i've learned that if you add msg to food products just before you fry them or whilst you're frying them they will brown quicker that is one more uh, trick to my arsenal that i've learned in the last 48 hours and it's incremental gains like that all these little nuggets of knowledge that is what makes you a better cook did you know um, also if you add salt to a boiling pot, uh, or not a boiling pot, but if you add salt to a pot of water, it will boil quicker. Or come up to boil quicker. Oh, that is fascinating because I had thought the opposite was true. I'd heard the opposite. I obviously believe you as a trained chef. Um, but yeah. I was going to say as well what you said about baking soda. I it comes down to the line between cooking and baking as well. Like, uh, it, like if I'm fo- if I'm making or if I'm baking a recipe, I will follow it to the T. Whereas, so for instance, if I've, because I know how to make risotto, if I, if 
say for instance i always make a chicken risotto if someone says to me i'll make a vegetable risotto i won't need to follow a no. cookbook because obviously it's just the same whereas yeah. if if someone tells me to make a uh, victoria sponge i know how to make that but if someone t- tells me to make a chocolate cake i can't just you know it's not the same because obviously like mj said this baking obviously baking is more of a science and that um that is you have to follow it to the t fair um who what's what's your do you have any favorite styles of cooking in terms of like any particular types of cuisine um or any particular ingredients or dishes uh styles of dishes um back to you rich and rich and tony um, um i'd say what we cook well probably italian i guess yeah i was gonna say yeah pasta dishes for me yeah just cause it's so so because i don't cook as much in it well i'm just not allowed in the kitchen as often but because i'm not cooking as much for me i yeah pasta for me is just easy versatile quick and yeah i can just sort of like mix and match stuff so i can mm-hmm. concoct as Stuart would say so i can just be like chuck a few things in no it's pretty much going to taste mm. good and it's just Easy. Yeah, classic British as well. We do quite a lot. Like and, Mex- and tacos. Like Mexican. Yeah, Mexican. Yeah, Mexican, British, yeah. and Italian. Yeah. I'd say is what uh, was what, what we you know. What would you What would you classify as as classic British? Um, not necessarily in the summer, but yeah, in the winter, definitely like a casserole or like a yeah, roast dinner, sausage and mash. Um, what else? Um, same. Uh, oh, I do. I do. I do a. a it's not really British because I do a, my probably my go-to dish to do, which uh, Tony's favourite is. Uh... <laughs> Sorry, Tony, no, Tony, Tony's favourite is a carry on. <laughs> Sorry, just for everyone, MJ's now changed his background to a picture of uh, him and Claire. I think. Very seductive pose. Prove it. Um, yeah, my go-to is a broccoli, bacon, chili, garlic pasta dish, and that is my number one go-to favorite dish mm-hmm. to cook Lovely. sounds good um mm-hmm. MJ? i like cooking I, I like cooking all kinds of cuisines i like cooking things that are that are vaguely um vaguely japanesey vaguely asian uh, similarly mexican stuff but i think rather than rather than particular cuisines the thing that i enjoy cooking more than anything is uh vegetarian and vegan stuff i like the i'm not I think that cooking meat is you're just cooking it aren't you whereas I think there's a real it's there's a real satisfaction when you cook something vegetarian or or even more so vegan that's just really really tasty um you know it's going to be a little bit healthier and a little bit more a little bit less death involved you know <sighs> yeah that's that soapbox that you're still on yeah I've, do you know what no I've been eating meat. I've, I've been to be fair I've eaten quite a lot of meat recently I've, I'm I've kind of fallen off the flexitarian thing a little bit. Uh, I have. I ate, I ate some bacon yesterday. That was exciting. Uh, that is the one. Um, <laughs> that is the the one benefit of being a flexitarian. Of course it is. I had some, you want to calm yourself right. down with some walk with ready salted crisps? Oh, I know. I might need to. I had some chick. I had some chicken on Sunday. I had a steak on sure Saturday. So <laughs> I, I reckon I've eaten meat. I've eaten meat. Every day for the last three days, I don't. Have I, I don't think I ate any meat. Ate any meat today, but um, I have been eating more meat. What does Gemma have when you cook uh, meat for yourself? Um, it, when if I meet if I, yeah, yeah. if I'm eating meat, it will usually be. Um, so, for example, last night 
I cooked, the meal I cooked was vegetarian schnitzel, which are just a frozen schnitzel product. Really, really good, actually. Fries, freezer aisle at Sainsbury's, really nice. Um, And then I did them with some mange too, and I did kind of sautéed potatoes. So I sliced... sliced and parboiled my new potatoes and I uh, fried off some onions and I did Gemma's just in the onions with some butter and then I put I did bacon onions and potatoes for me and Theo with it um so nice. not not a, that was just the addition of some bacon for flavor when I had chicken on Sunday, Gemma just had corn sausages. We were, I was making like jerk chicken, so I just jerked some corn sausages. That's not. Haven't we all, Sunshine? And the same with the steak. You know, if I'm back, if I'm eating a steak, I, uh, Gemma will have a corn steak, or uh, they do the the, the, nice. the Vivera plant steaks that they do at Sainsbury's are really. Oh good yeah, as well. I've seen those. Yeah, but we it, actually bought some corn chicken uh, pieces the other day because our, our neighbours had something. Over. Like pasta bake that they did, it yeah. was so good. It was so succulent. Yeah, yeah. I, I had corn pieces for my teeth, and I, 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 I'm so used to eating vegetarian things that it's not even a big deal. Like, yeah, it's such, such a, it's been such a big part of my diet now for like 12, 13 years or however long I've been with Gemma, um, that it's not even an issue. I probably won't I eat any meat for a bit. Sorry. Go on, what'd you say, Tony? I was just gonna say I love all the um, branding of a lot of the shops now doing like um, especially like vegan stuff like no chicken nuggets, yeah. no beef burger and stuff yeah. like that. Like all and um, jackfruit. I remember yeah. you guys talking about jackfruit, so I tried that um, in a burrito for the first time. I think it was Nate that had been talking about it. Yeah, what's the place called? Um, Chipotle. Oh, no, not Chipotle. Um, tortilla. Yeah, tortilla. That's it. Um, yeah, I think it was Nate that had been talking about jackfruit, so I tried it, and yeah, it was just like, oh, this is exactly the same as pulled pork, so why wouldn't I get this in? So, yeah. Well, the next time I went, I went to get the jackfruit again, they're like, oh, we've run out, and they sort of said it really apologetically, so they probably assumed I was vegetarian or vegan, and I was like, <laughs> oh, no, it's fine, don't worry, I can eat meat, I'll just have something else, it's fine. So, but yeah, no, I was really impressed. Sure, yeah. but coming back to the to the beginning of your your little bit there, um, you said that you 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 cook anything sort of Japanesey. Um, do you find that easy peasy? Brilliant, well done, <laughs> MJ. Sorry, I've been literally waiting ten minutes to, to drop that, and none of you would shut up, so it's worth it. Mate. I've enjoyed it. I've had a good time. Um, right. That's all I needed to know. MJ, Japanesey does it, mate. <laughs> correct. Um, um, yeah. What correct. do you like cooking? You, I know you love doing like a what's it called a British Indian. Curry. Uh, curry, curry, yeah, B I R, British Indian restaurant style curry. Yeah, I love that. That is a style of cooking which is basically um, the same kind of style that they do in the typical sort of Bangladeshi uh, Indian restaurants. Um, bang, sorry, Bangladeshi slash Indian restaurants. Um, so yeah, that's good. I, I suppose I, I like doing a good mix. So mm. I like that. That's like, what you do. renowned for loving a good mix. Probably primarily British, I think. Indian and British. <laughs> Correct. Um, bit of Italian, bit of uh, Middle Eastern, I suppose, but not nothing too serious in there. Just the, the spices and grilling and all that. Um, I think roast is the thing that I'm most accomplished at. Can I just ask? Do you, do you think do you think American is a style? Oh yeah, I suppose Americans up there as well. Actually, yeah. But actually, no, yeah, hundred percent. Um, American because my burgers uh, are like phenomenal. Slow, slow cooks, like pulled pork or something. You made sloppy joes once, didn't you? Did I? I'm sure you did. 
That, was that in the kitchen? Or? Oh, Michael. I don't know. I don't know. I think that's just one of your exes called Stuffy Joe. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just... No, I said recently I don't know what a Sloppy Joe is. I've never made Sloppy Joe's. <laughs> this is this is a good segment. <laughs> I don't know. Like chilli in a burger or something. Yeah, it's a beef mince based uh, slurry. I think it's got tomato oh, ketchup. Slurry, bolognese, bolognese. Not quite. I think it's more. It's a little bit more sort of. I, I don't. I don't like to use this word, but scum common. Uh, no, oh, no, it's a bit more common. Slice inside a. Uh, uh, no, it's literally slurry. Like meat, beef mince in sauce on bread. I think green peppers, barbecue sauce, tomato ketchup, maybe. Maybe you, get it, well, maybe you thought about making them. Yeah. They just sound too messy for me. I'm not very good at eating. Yeah. I'm getting messy when I'm eating. Like, Correct. So, yeah, I yeah I, I'm way too stuff. messy. I like yeah, them, but I don't like getting messy. I have got into making a fucking amazing burger recently. The um, Waitrose do um, the GBK burgers. And Correct. They, they are They're really fantastic. good. Oh, there, there you go. There ah, sloppy joe. Sloppy joe. Yeah, it's one of those things yeah. that looks nice in a picture, but you know if you pick it up, you're just going to get so... Yeah, yeah I mean, imagine trying to eat oh, that good. whilst standing up. Like you might, like getting one of those in like a fun fair or something. Like, Awful. Just... I mean, they do them in fun fairs, though. Oh, yeah, I don't think they do that. that. Well, they don't do them I'm... in fucking Selfridges, do they? I'm just, I'm just thinking, imagine trying <laughs> to eat that on a like, first date. So just clarify, there's two there's two places you can buy food, Selfridges <laughs> and Funfairs. <laughs> no in between. If which isn't at the fun fair, they're all closed at the moment. Oh, we must do the food shop later. Where are we going to go, Selfridges or Funfair? Which uh, keeps yeah. getting pulled over on the M1 through the central travel with weekly shops. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going Selfridges. All right, on you go. <laughs> You've just passed like several supermarkets. No, Selfridges on the fun fair. Um, yeah, killer roasts, killer bir. Yeah. Yeah, I do make the best roast dinner. To be fair. Oh, interesting. That's with your gravy. Yeah. Do <laughs> you make a good roast dinner? Make an average roast dinner. I, I don't. I don't take uh, that much pride in in things. I, I, it's. It's just a lot of admin in it, a roast dinner. That's I, yeah. I could do it. I it's could... easy though, man. <sighs> Time it is. It is a lot of work, to be fair. Like Christmas Day, I am in the kitchen from about. Oh, Christmas Day's horrendous. Nine a.m. till three p.m. And there's so much cleaning to do afterwards that you're like, is it worth all that time? Yes. For the amount you're eating. Yes, it is. I, as as someone who doesn't contribute to the cooking, I am just chief uh, washer-upper. Like that is that is my I... job. Yeah. So actually, actually, Nate, on that point then, are there certain meals that you think, do you know what, I don't care about having this enough because although it's nice, the mess that's in the kitchen afterwards, because there's certain things where, yeah, I'll go in the kitchen afterwards, like, that'll be a really nice dinner, Rich. But actually, the amount of mess that's left over now. Uh, no, because I actually find it quite relatively therapeutic and I take some pride in my, my washing up. Um, it's nice to be on your own, isn't it? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Chuck on a podcast, stick on a candle, enjoy myself. <laughs> um, stick on a candle, brilliant. Not even light it, just stick it on, turn it on. Um, Hashtags, retweets, likes, retweets, comments, likes, follows. This isn't any ordinary social media. This is Food Review UK social media. Come find us at facebook.com forward slash Food Review UK. On Twitter 
at Food Review UK and on Instagram at Footgram. Oh, and don't forget the main channel, Food Review UK on YouTube. There's definitely been dishes. There's definitely been dishes where, like Laura's made a, 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 a dinner, and I've not sort of paid any attention to her while she's in the kitchen. And then I've gone out there after. Exactly, yeah. And then I've gone out there afterwards, and there are so many dishes. Like there's like three things on my plate. How have you used half the fucking kitchen? Yeah. Um, I bet Laura bloody loves that. Oh, she loves you know, it, mate. Oh, what I've taken from that is Laura. Look, you know, Laura's in the kitchen. I don't pay any attention to her. She cooks me a dinner, and then I complain about. <laughs> Oh, I. And, like if you're not the one that's cooked, you you have no right to complain. But at the same time, you're like, well, my one of my housemates was there. So there's four of us used to live together. We used to, like I said, we used to take it in turns. And then one of my housemates was always, you know, he would cook on a Thursday because everyone else had cooked and it was his turn and he had to cook. And we were all just sitting around being like, well, none of us are cooking. So always begrudgingly and the same thing with washing up but if he'd cooked you'd go out to the kitchen and we had quite a big kitchen and there'd be like sauce on the complete opposite end to where he'd been cooking it was like, i don't understand did you just pick, oh, no, pick stuff fair. up and just fling it there's a difference between washing up after dinner and cleaning up after yourself as, as you yeah, go as oh. you yes yeah, because right. yeah if i spill something on the side there's no way that i'm not going to clean that up because no. that's just my ocd you know, not even not even just being lazy. That's my OCD. Just yeah. And if, just... I'm, if I'm cooking for someone, so um, when I cooked for my mum a few months ago, now whenever it was, yeah. So I, like, which sales cleaning as I go. So I was very aware that right. Okay, we finished that because I was cooking with my sister. So it was like right. You deal with that. Let me just wash all this up quickly because I like to make sure then that whoever's in washing up, there's they've got minimal stuff. I like it to be mainly that you're just washing up like your plate, knife and fork kind of thing, rather than still having yeah. crap loads of pots and pans. I try, yeah, same what we're saying. I'm clean as I go as much as possible. We used to get a massive bollock in at, cook, at Leith's when um, when our sink was because at, at Leith's when you when you're doing a cook, cooking session, there's basically in the classroom. The classroom is split into two, and in one half of the classroom, it's, there's four tables, and around one table, you've got four people, and you're all cooking the same thing. And, uh, you know, sometimes you'd be cooking like brownies and um, like the cooking session would start with brownies uh, and like maybe a joint of beef to cook for the session. And then all of a sudden, halfway through the session, they'll be like, oh, OK, we want you to make a cauliflower cheese in the next 20 minutes. And then basically it would just go to hell because the washing up would just be ridiculous. Because if you think there's four people on your tiny table all sharing a sink, there's no way that you, you're getting that washing up done. And we used to get an absolute bollocking if you didn't clean up after yourself um uh, so i guess that's probably why it's drilled into me to do it at home because like, i do clean up after myself as I yeah do and, you, and you're better now as well because i remember a couple of times i said i was just like oh my god there's so much stuff out here so i think you have become more aware of like using too many pots and pans and yeah but but in the nicest way possible no offense take me aimed or anything but when i spoke to people at work it seemed to be like a male thing that you use lots wow. of different... Wow, yeah. incredibly sexist. Oh, oh, if I if I can also be incredibly sexist, I would say that <laughs> men are better cooks. Yeah, well quite possibly. <laughs> no, Rich, I <laughs> think that's no, unfair. Look at all the famous chefs. When I was talking to people at work, they were just like, Oh yeah, my partner does that. Yeah, my husband does that. And I was like, Oh, that's interesting. I think that what... I, I never really get that with the with the with, like with that old kind of joke about the woman belongs in the kitchen it's just like well actually like when you look at <laughs> when you look at <laughs> like 
I just don't really get it at all because obviously the majority <laughs> of famous chefs are male. Well, it's a whole housewife thing, isn't it? Like, you know, the man was at work, the woman was at home cooking, preparing dinner for the family. Yeah, why don't you fucking do it then? And when you cook, we don't, well, when you cook a big meal, we don't end up eating till late. Yeah. What was it you said recently? <laughs> Tony recently made her Tony's go-to meal. If we're not having the same dinner, is like tuna pasta with veg. And she mm. usually does it in one pot, and it just happens in like twenty minutes or so. And I made something like an omelet <laughs> that took me about an hour and a half. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, literally, I've got tuna, like, like boil my pasta. I then add like leeks to the um, um, pan of pasta. Then like spinach, and then when it like drained it all, I then add like tuna, cheese, garlic puree, blah blah. So yeah, so fairly a substantial meal, but yeah, quite easy to make, and I've also got it down to a tina. Yeah, rich out there prepping for God knows how long. In fact, well, I remember we went to cinema one night. So by the time I got home from work, we had like maybe twenty minutes, half an hour. So I was like, okay, cool, I'm not gonna have a chance to have much for dinner. I'll just grab some soup. So there's me whipping up some soup in like five minutes. Oh, Rich is making his own hummus. <laughs> <laughs> about to go to the cinema and you're homemaking hummus with the blender <laughs> well I've just got a can of fine soup homemade hummus so, is best so. but yeah so that's that's Rich's quick cooking oh I just whip up some hummus when I could buy it whereas mine is just yeah crack open some soup or soup and noodles what a wanker um, yeah <laughs> <laughs> do you guys ever think there's any difference like because sometimes, like you, you know, when you just can't be asked to cook and you just buy an instant meal, there are some things that I won't buy. Like, like say for lasagna instant meals, with with maybe the exception of the Charlie Bingham one because that's really good. Majority of lasagna instant meals are dog shit because when you compare it to the actual um, like homemade thing, I just think it's night and day. Yeah, I used to have them quite a lot, but no, nah, never now. It's just slop. Slop the. Yeah. There's no texture. I mean, I'd, I'd extend that with lasagna as a whole that I don't think I've had it anywhere that compares to a home-cooked uh, yeah. lasagna. Like, even restaurant even restaurant lasagnas, I just... They're, like, they're, they're nice, they're fine, but I would never order one from a restaurant just because, they just I don't know, they just don't have the same Even restaurant lasagnas are served. They're served in, like, a... Yeah, because actually saying that, I would um, choose a ready-meal lasagna over a restaurant lasagna. Because I just think the quality is not all that. And actually, when you have a restaurant lasagna, because they obviously cook it all in, like, one pan. So <clears> it's scalding anyway. So by yeah. the time you've, like, waited for it, you're, like, then starving hungry. You burn the roof of your mouth. I always think you, a, a good lasagna, when you cut it out, when you cut out the square, a good lasagna should should hold its shape. Yeah. Mm. Lasagna second day. Stunning. Yeah. Um, Favourite... I'm going to move this on slightly. Favourite utensils slash gadgets have you got any that you've bought that you own that you've had anything that you've found fun to use in the kitchen i'm gonna be quite boring with this okay moving on i think i've got well i've got four which are probably my my, well the first thing i thought of was nutribullet which which i use quite a lot not not recently but yeah i use yeah nutribullet slow cooker but then I put microplane and rubber spatula <laughs> because yeah. I know they're not gadgets, but rubber spatula for me, not in, not in the kitchen here, but at Cookie Mill is probably what I use the most just because a stainless steel uh, core 
rubber spatula is my um, go-to thing to use. I was only going to say two things, and you've named both of them correct. What were you, were you going to say? Nutribullet and what? Silicon spatula, rub, rubber spatula. Yeah. yeah, has to be metal core. Correct. Yeah, and uh, yeah, like I said, microplane as well. That's my last one, just because that's uh, always nice to have for garlic. Or um, I've actually started using frozen chili on a microplane. Yeah, it's nice, nice to um, just grate that in for it because it actually stops the seeds going in. So if you don't actually fancy a bit of heat, you can just get the nice flavour of the chili. Uh, Stuart, have you got any? Um, do you know what? Right, I like uh, cooking tongs were were a, a revelation for me in my adult life. Tongs for things. Um, there's nothing better than new non-stick things, like a new non-stick frying pan is wonderful. Yeah. New yeah. new non-stick baking trays or roasting tins. Oh, they're just so glorious. Like everything, just the cooking and the cleaning up afterwards and. It's just, I, well, actually, I, I love non-stick. I don't know if it's classed as a gadget, but I discovered the silicon baking t- pans or baking tins oh, yeah. Yeah. that you had, and they were a game changer for me, just literally mm. being able to like, pop a cake out that easily. Yeah. So I then bought some to work, because, yeah, just suddenly, like, rather than using um, cake cases, just actually putting it straight in and just yeah. being, oh, that's actually the exact shape of my yeah. cake that should be. Um, and spiralizer I use a fair bit as well. Mm. So something else I've got into recently is greaseproof paper. Um, <laughs> yeah, it used to be uh, it, like exclusively for bakes that I used it. Now, pretty much instead of foil, I I use it on everything. I, yeah, we never have foil in this. House. My brother uses foil all the time, and he I gave him um, some um, like dairy. <laughs> my brother's got a dairy allergy, so I gave him some dairy-free cookie dough at Christmas. And he, he so dairy-free. Baking paper. He cooked it on foil, and <laughs> it just sticks. Stuff it just sticks to the foil. Yeah, right. Why wouldn't Why wouldn't you just use baking paper? I, I yeah. would love to know how much baking paper I've used with because obviously if with cookie milk I used a fucking shit ton. Um, miles of it I use. Too much. Yeah. <laughs> but actually, my spaghetti measure is quite useful as well. Because the amount of times that I'm just kind of like, yeah, I'm sure that's fine. Whereas now I measure it, I'm like, what? That that's for one person. Yeah. So it's kind of a good thing and a bad thing. Yeah, I always feel like the I always feel like um oh. spaghetti spaghetti measurer is reminding me how much of a piece of shit I am. No, it's when you okay, read that's the that's for one person. I'll do one and a half because that's how hungry I am. Yeah. When you read the pasta bake uh, jar instructions, two hundred grams. Fuck off. Uh, we did, we did this we recently did with cereal. cereal. We just oh, started like we just started well. trying to eat healthily again, like 30, 30 grams cereal. Yeah, 30 so. grams. No, yeah. no, no. Two spoons. Oh, I'm sorry. Just saying, three pieces of shredded wheat bite size. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You genuinely need triple. Yeah. 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 Cereal is one of those things. A lot of cereals feel like they're healthy, but actually, yeah. they're not. Yeah, um, I just rather completely not have. I, I would rather have. Uh, no cereal than a tiny amount of cereal. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, with that, I did just double it and just added it all on yeah. to what I was having, so I did incorporate it properly. Um, but yeah, when I'm having cereal, I try and just have like, yeah, shredded wheat bite size because it is just wheat or um, like porridge and overnight oats and stuff like that. But there are certain times we will have like what I describe as like a kid cereal as a bit of like a 
Like, well, I find that kind of, if I'm having like a, something like Cocoa Pop, for example, which we rarely ever have, if we end up having something like that, I kind of find that's more of like an evening cereal, if that makes sense. Like, I wouldn't have that for breakfast. Dessert. Yeah. Evening cereal. Do you know what I mean? Like more like a fun snack than an actual. We're a household of culture here. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, no, I, I, like I, I, I can't remember the last time I had something like that. But if I was randomly in cereal aisle and was like, "Oh, let's try that," that sounds a bit wacky, kind of thing. Um, yeah, it wouldn't be. I would. <laughs> yeah. uh, That's uh, just a glimpse of some of the fun we had. Tony, <laughs> uh, tonight we'll be having a tasting menu. <laughs> Is what I'm trying to say. Knob Barely off. triangles followed by a bowl of cocoa puffs. <laughs> I need the best for selfridges. Yeah. <sighs> uh, good pants. Right. We're on the way down. Least least favourite thing about cooking, cooking slash slash any mishaps that you've you you've had any noticeable notable cooking mishaps that you can think of if you burnt a house down or anything like that. I did set fire to my arm once. But luckily it was a sleeve, so I was it wasn't too awful. Actually saying that I burnt my hand really badly at work years ago. We had one of those ring hobs where like you actually got like the individual rings. Ooh. And it obviously been left on since lunchtime, since the kids had had their lunch and I'd gone out in the afternoon to make their snack. And I was like, why is it really hot? I don't even know why I did it. There's no there, there is no reason to it. But I was just kind of like I think I was just not expecting them to be on, so I just touched them. It was like, oh, no, no. And then, yeah, my whole hand just got completely stuck. Jeez. And I had just sitting oh, circles of rings for about a week. God. And, yeah, so everyone had a lot of fun taking them piss out of me at work, just being like, you know, if you want to check the hob, you can just see if there's, a, like, a light on. This <laughs> oh. one's been turned. So. Grim. Yeah. Anyone else? I, uh, not 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 usually mishaps at home unless I'm like trying a new baking recipe or cookie recipe and it goes wrong. For instance, I don't know why. Just because that's the whole story it brings me back to baking. That like if when even if you follow a baking recipe to the T, it can still go wrong, and that's what when it becomes annoying because you don't know why it's gone wrong. Um, no mishaps probably when I worked in a, when when I worked in the kitchen um, because of, <clears throat> because it was fine dining. Uh, the presentation always had to be immaculate. So when I'm doing like starters and stuff and like, say for instance, if I had like sliced brioche underneath a broiler while I'm, uh, while I was like prepping some kind of, um, I was, no, I was once doing a venison dish, which was like a a venison, um, like thinly sliced venison inside a tomato with like salad and like a tomato foam. It had had, like brioche on the side and I I always burnt the brioche and uh, he, the head chef just fucking went off on me like no tomorrow and uh so yeah that's the only one i can really think what, of the swearing <laughs> yeah really oh man that is fucked yeah mate <laughs> what did he do like oh you dickhead you burnt the brioche and he was like oh for god's sake you silly silly boy and then uh yeah no. Yeah, kitchens. I Have did... you guys ever worked in a kitchen? Uh, no. Yeah, KFC. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, sort of counts, I guess. Oh, awful. If you, burnt, if you burnt the brioche at KFC, you were in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Colonel Sanders would be round. 
I did work at the uh, Waitrose on the deli counter and the uh, patisserie counter. So that's the closest I've got. And I did have to carve. I worked at the Waitrose. Have, have we spoke about the anecdote about Tony once working on the deli counter when she was do- she didn't know Parma ham was supposed to be thin? Yeah. She was oh, yeah. <laughs> and my friend who... So he used to work on the deli. He had gone on a break and was like, oh, can you just like come back and... Do- uh, cover me for t- 10 minutes whatever blah blah and he came back just to see me and he as he described it as here's your palmer hamburger <laughs> <laughs> yeah i've been there <laughs> <laughs> you want to wait trace <laughs> um, yeah probably like least favorite thing for me like we said touched on before like just yeah time mess too much in a recipe book to just make me go Oh, I can't even be able to start this. So simplicity, I is like. A, is there a dish any of you can't cook? Like you've tried and tried and just never, you just can't nail it. So I mess rice up constantly. Um, I've tried everything. I've tried the the boiling it and then you know draining it. I've tried the absorption absorption method. Oh. Um, I'll often overcook it. I tried to make. Uh, I was making sushi rice a few weeks ago, and you have to do the absorption method with that. And I, I just made an absolute ball ache of it because I do stupid things like lift the lid up and then you let all the steam out, and then yeah, well, it doesn't cook properly. So I now ninety percent of the time use packet rice. Correct. So, literally this week, I, I was watching. Um, I am one hundred percent buying a rice cooker because I watched. I've watched videos on how to cook rice. I've watched even Internet Shaquille's video, uh, who I've promoted, uh, not promoted, recommended before. Um, watch. He, he did a video about it. I like the last time I did rice. I followed the packet instruction to the T. I did. I measured everything, and it's still fucked up. I'm buying a rice cooker. One hundred percent, it's happening. You wash it. Always wash. Yeah, always wash. Yeah, always wash until it's crystal clear. That's how far I go. Yeah, I just I, each I, grain, I, each grain. I've got like a little polisher. <laughs> <laughs> I don't always fuck it up, but, but yeah, I, would I think say also with things like that. You can... What? <laughs> <laughs> Um, things like that, like Stuart said, you, I think you kind of get to that stage where you think you've tried and tried it, and you think, do you know what? Just get the packet stuff. It's just, it's yeah. not worth the hassle. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we're getting a rice cooker. Like this... they're cheap. Are they cheap? <laughs> yeah, 15 quid. Oh, okay. Really? Because, yeah, sometimes you've got to outweigh the hassle and everything. It's something that you wouldn't compromise on, there's something that you just like, oh, it's just not worth it. Are you guys speaking about rice? Because what we were saying, because we're looking at what calories we eat each day. There's a, have you heard of bare naked noodles or bare naked rice? No. no. It's made out of cognac flour. Cognac? Co- no, cognac. And instead of like the 250 gram, it's basically in the same, same size packet as a microwave ball, like Uncle Ben's rice. Uh-huh. But I think, a micro, I think an Uncle Ben's rice, I looked at it the other day, was something like 300 calories for 250 grams. And this one is thirty calories for the same same one, and it, wow. it's the same texture. Like, wow, really? Yeah, yeah. the that, noodles are good. That is really, wow. really interesting. I'm definitely going to look into that because yeah, rice is horrendously bad yeah. for you. Yeah, look, well, in fact, yeah. Let me grab the packet just so you can see what it looks where like. Where was that you found that? Uh, it's just in Tesco in the uh, like pasta island. It is. 
But is it bare, bare naked ladies? That's what it's yes, Google says. Yes. Bare naked ladies. Always okay. must be served by bare naked ladies. It doesn't have any cooking instructions, but it does suggest that I. It says I think you have to cook them last week. Oh, it's one. No, it's one week. <laughs> last week. Um, can't remember see where it says it. Oh, you just drain the water, put in a uh, throw in a frying pan for three minutes. Oh, that says, and then it says you pick pick one up and pinch me. And then that's when you know it's all been done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so yeah, con conja. Um K O N J A C E. Never heard of it. They'd be nice with some cool. um some chicken to China Chinese chicken. <laughs> <laughs> um no, ki- Kitchen mishaps for me, um, Rice is a big one, so I, I literally decided a few days ago that I'm buying a rice cooker because fuck it, life's too short. Wow, you should um, have And um, <laughs> Can I just say, MJ, your beard looks so long at the moment because the shadow goes down. Let me sort this out. What are you doing? What's going on? Oh, he's doing a... Th- oh, no. Jesus, <laughs> like Jesus to a child. Um, no, the thing that breaks my heart more than anything is when you cook something and you put all your hard work and effort in and it's shit. Yes, I hate that. With new cookie recipes, I hate that. I'll come up with the new cookie recipes and I'll be like, oh, this is obviously going to be amazing because all the flavours are there. Yeah. And it just doesn't work. Yeah. And I'm just like, well, why? Why hasn't this worked? What hasn't worked? Give us an example of a cookie that hasn't worked that the, the, the public will never um, see. Not necessarily like a flavour, but a new, definitely a new si- uh, size of cookie. I wanted to try, like, um, I tried essentially tripling the weight of them already because obviously they're they're quite heavy already. Um, so yeah, yeah, they are. Not not doing <laughs> them, not doing them deep dish, but essentially just turning them into a giant ball, cooking them at a high a high temperature for a short period of time so you know the outside gets done while the inside is barely done yeah and even even cooking them from frozen it just they just went flat instantly oh really wow um, so i'm still working on it but i think it's it comes down to using baking powder and baking soda and also it comes down to also you know when you when you make cookies usually it's like a cake you make you cream together the butter and the sugar then you add the eggs um, then the dry ingredients but to make them this way you have to put the butter in with the sugar, then add the flour, then add the chocolate chunks, and then add the eggs finally. So it's like a really dry mixture, but then it comes out um, like a it's more sturdy. I don't know why adding them in a different order makes a difference, but wow. it does. Science. Yeah. Lovely stuff. Um, I have one more question before we move on to social media, and it's a, it's a not a surprise question. It's a last minute question. I thought we've obviously been talking a lot about home cooking. Um, obviously, a lot of people will be home cooking given the lockdown situation. Um, at some point in the future, hopefully, we will all be allowed out and we will all be allowed to get back to normality. When you want a break from home cooking, what is the one restaurant you're looking forward to going back to? Um, Prezzo for me. I fucking love Prezzo. You love Prezzo? <laughs> yeah. God, I cannot fucking wait to take you to La Salute. Oh. Because I'm not yeah. shitting on Prezzo, by the way. I fucking love Prezzo. That's why I love La Salute so much, because they're reasonably yeah. similar to stuff. <laughs> I love ZZ's. <laughs> I, 
I, I love I love Prezzo so much that I I want to take you to a different. Room. <laughs> yeah. uh, probably Wagamama for me. Oh yeah, well, yeah, Wagamama. To be fair, I, love, oh, yeah? I also love Prezzo. <coughs> Wagamamas. Wagamamas. Oh, Wagamamas. I haven't heard of that one. No. What's that one? Correct. What's, what's the one you guys just said? Wagamamas is. Oh, yeah, sorry, Blazer's Pizza. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, I need to. Can you put that video online somewhere? I, that's probably one of my proudest creations today. <laughs> More than the cookie mill. <laughs> More than the entire business of the yeah. cookie mill. Uh, Stuart. A uh, place called Bundobust. It's um, vegetarian, Indian, street foodie, and craft beer place. It's top. There's one in Manchester. One in there's two in Manchester. There's one in Leeds. One in Liverpool. Um, food is lovely, and the beer is good. Yeah. Do you go to Liverpool? Do you go to Liverpool much? Of interest? No, no. We good. went. Uh, <laughs> good, good. Uh, <laughs> do you know what? As much as it pains me to admit it, Liverpool's a really, really lovely city. It's a really lovely city centre. Um, All right, calm down. I really want to go for the Beatles week they do. Like, the, um, they, every, don't they do like a, what? Every week's Beatles week in Liverpool, mate. Bloody like. <laughs> what's the What's the place called? The Cavern Cavern, Cavern Club. Club. Cavern yeah, Club. Yeah, I'm sure that I'm sure they do a thing each year, one, once a year, where they get like like fifty tribute acts or something. To... <laughs> what is going on in MJ's house? <laughs> MJ, MJ, what one restaurant are you looking forward to getting out? to let's salute or uh yeah so i actually don't go to restaurants like crazy 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 often so it is probably wagamama is probably the place we go to most frequently which is probably only once every couple months um but then it obviously in between that is things like la salute and um yeah, we really don't eat out, eat out that <laughs> Name often, so. one other <laughs> that Tony and I haven't said. <laughs> uh, oh, God, sorry. TGI Friday, by far. I <laughs> just realised. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, TGI Friday. Oh, That's hey. actually the place that we go most often. You got the, you got the takeaway, didn't you? I uh, did, yeah. Click and click. Oh. It was very nice. It, it was it was very good, actually, considering considering it's a click and collect service and whatnot. Did, did you um, eat it in the car? We did, yeah, because we're like 20, 25 minutes away from home and we were just worried by, by the time we got home it would just would be a bit cold and a bit naff. Yeah. Um, and bearing in mind, they've jacked their prices up a little bit as well. I don't, I don't oh, know if that's... Nice. Yeah, not by a lot, but like a pound or two per dish. So obviously it was across, already... Yeah, so across like four people, it obviously just starts adding up a little bit. Bearing in mind, we all had one course each. For, for three adults and one child, it came to over 50 quid. Um, yeah, so we just sort of, we thought we'd rather try and get it eaten while it's still nice and warm. Correct. Um, uh, we all went for sesame chicken strips. Correct. Nice. Mozzie dippers? No mozzie dippers, no. Onion, wow. un, un, onion rings. Uh, okay, fair. Which were, which were decent. Um but yeah, no, that was good. So anybody listening now, you can go and visit. Uh, you can do click and collect with TGI Fridays. Um, yeah, sorry. So I need to clarify, actually. So yeah, we do go to Wagamama and we do go to La Salute. But actually, TGI Fridays and Five Guys are by far the places that we go to most often. Because we usually go shopping to MK usually one, once a month-ish. Um, yeah, and we yeah. always go to Five Guys or TGI. Um, so so them actually but actually I want to give a special shout out 
because Rebeno's Re- around the corner from us has not been open, and I miss the fuck out of them. Is that fully closed now? Because you were getting that as a takeaway, weren't you? Uh, no, they've been uh, during lockdown. They've been closed. Oh, where were you getting takeaway from? I thought you were getting takeaway from Rebeno. Uh, doesn't, doesn't matter. Doesn't We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it another time. Doesn't matter. They're closed. Uh, I just want to say sticks and sushi as well. That's for me. Yes. Yeah, I'm so looking forward to. Those. If you haven't been, if you, if, if, if any of the listeners, listeners like sushi slash um, sticks. sticks of meat <laughs> on kebabs, uh, go to Ooh. sticks and sushi. Wow. Uh, I'm looking forward to going to a place called Golden Curry in Eton, which is a, obviously an Indian restaurant. Uh, friends of ours owns it. And wow, you're friends now. You went yeah. to Eton. Eton, yeah, yeah. We, 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 I know we're Slough, but we are close to Eton and Windsor, so we'll cling on to that. So it's a very lovely restaurant. They often get um, celebrities dining in there. Have you ever eaten, have you eaten, eaten there before? I have. <laughs> Uh, and also Flaming Cow, which is a burger restaurant, which is lovely. Also, Possibly... also in Eton. Also in Eton. Yeah, no. Nope. Eton in Eton. Local knowledge there. Correct. Well done. Flaming Cow is excellent. Right, uh, Michael. Yes. Michael. Yes. Michael. Yes, Queen. Sock made me, please. Sock man. Social media is a section of the show where we read out your questions and comments that you leave us when we post the thumbnail on social media. This week, or this fortnight, all of the questions have come exclusively from Instagram because no one left a comment on Facebook. Why is there a car driving slow, slowly past my house? That is incredibly suspicious, and I'm very scared, but that's fine. Your Lego window curtain open? Uh, Yes, it is always open. There you go. Always open for visitors. Uh, the first <laughs> question and comment comes from Shelby. Shelbers. Shelbers. May- Mayers. No. Mayo. Oh, no. I'm not sure if I'm reading this in the right order because, uh, yeah, no, it is the top one. So, okay. Weird. Um, it's, sorry, it starts with an and. It starts with an and. So, um, sorry, I just need to scratch my nose. I just didn't want my podcast colleagues to um, visually see that occur. And which form of potatoes is your favourite to make, roast? Uh, should we ask our first question first, if we can find it? <laughs> did, you just end, did, this, did that sentence end with just the word roast? <laughs> no. That was that MJ's answer? Oh, right. Sorry. Uh, okay. Have, oh, you said it have, so quick. Like, which, which are your favourite kind of potatoes to cook roast? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which, which form of potatoes is your favourite to make? Uh, dough noir. I was going to say Ooh. my favourite that Rich makes is dough noir, but uh, I do I do call Rich the potato king because he does nail all potatoes. Because <laughs> <But, laughs> I have because I have an outfit. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, potato dough noir he made not long after we got together, um, and yeah, I could literally just eat that in a side dish on its own with spoon. 
Oh, dopamine wise, absolutely. I have regularly just when you warm it up as well, and yeah. the cream fucking just like oh, melts. Always, always, yeah, always warm life. it up, mate. Yeah. Never, never eat it cold. <laughs> oh. Yeah, dauphin noir is mind-blowingly good. Like, everybody's just eating raw potatoes with cream. <laughs> <laughs> that is dauphin noir. My my controversial opinion is that boulangere is is better than dauphin noir. <laughs> no, no, dickhead. What's boulangere? It's just with the onions and lots of pepper and stock, stock rather than stock cream. Instead of cream, yeah, oh, stock okay. instead of cream. Yeah. obviously much worse. Time. Yes, so you lost me at without cream. Yeah, it's it's far worse. Lingerie, yeah, lingerie, potatoes, lingerie, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> um, Madworld says MJ oh, Roasties, good uh, knowledge. Oh, Welders, yeah, Shelbers yep. is a uh, heart emoji. Shelbers, Shelbers. that bloody Joe Carter, Joe's, that is. Is there any dish that you can master at home better than a takeaway or restaurant? Oh, there is. Bear, bear, bear things. Yeah, but burgers for one. I think you. I think if you really put some time and effort into a burger, you know what? It was on the front group recently. Audi chicken thigh burgers. I swear, just get one of those. Get a no, nice brioche bun. Slice of cheese. It's incredible. Yeah, they are incredible. I was singing their praises. They completely sold out. Basically, it's probably because of us. We posted about them and then they sold out everywhere. Obviously, um, obviously you're not cooking that really from scratch. But but yeah, if you if you fancy a burger at home, a chicken burger at home, just get the flaming hot chicken thigh burger. Yeah. Um, but yeah, roast potatoes. We've been out and had like a roast. <laughs> oh, <one>. sorry. <laughs> what? <laughs> one question behind. I just want to say I knew I knew what you were saying, but I was just laughing that you could have also restaurants having like roast potatoes or roast or whatever and as it's come out we've just looked at the table and like, yeah, these we already know these aren't as good as riches. Yeah. So I was actually complimenting you if you hadn't rudely interrupted and taken the mick out of me. Yeah. Ro- um, Roasting is in general, though. Yeah, yeah, correct. I've never found a restaurant beans on toast that's as good as mine at home. So, <laughs> um, I have to say, not even Little Chef. Not even Little Chef. No, not even Little Chef beans on toast. They are. I mean, they are the best. I mean, most yeah. people will agree that they do the best beans on toast. But they give you that Olympic breakfast, mate. Yeah. But sometimes the, the toast is a bit limp, mate. So, what are you going to do? So, I would say that most the of the stuff... kicked in. I... No. <laughs> Just of the stuff that I cook at home, uh, and that I'm very proud of, I have tweaked in some way, or there's been a lot of learning and practice that's gone into it, and that's how it's ended up at being at a brilliant level, if it is... so. Uh, by the way, I'm sounding quite arrogant when I come, up, come across it as this. There isn't much that I cook that I'm so confident and so happy with that I'm like, yes, this is incredible. Like, I'm still learning almost everything. Um, so there's just a few dishes that I know I'm incredible at. Um, but most of things I'm learning still, and most things I'm just fine at. Um, however, um, I can't take any credit for this thing, because this thing, when I cook it, is completely unchanged from the recipe, and it is definitely better than ones in restaurants, and that is chicken tikka. Um, the chicken, Misty Ricardo's chicken tikka recipe is stronger in flavour and nicer than chicken tikka from 
I was. So the one you cooked for us. Uh, the chicken tikka was in the the dish. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, that's better. Uh, <laughs> so I, I will say. You think best ones, right? The, cu- the curry itself that I cooked for you, definitely not. But no, the no, I was chicken tikka that it used is better than the chicken tikka that I've had from restaurants. Not all restaurants, but many. But yeah, realistically, roasts I think is is the bottom line for that one. Bonglangs. Bongers. Jason. Mum cooks all my dinners. I order the takeaway. Bloody fair. Oh, good lad. Good. Bonglangs. Bongers. Brownies to be fair. Yeah. First time off to a cash and carry today. Ex- excited. Yeah, kinda. And get big drinks. Cool. Yep. Yeah. I wonder which cash and carry. I wonder why. Weird time to go to. Wonder, weird time to start going to cash and carries, isn't it? Must be out of um, marijuana. What's uh, obviously the big one is uh, Costco. What's the other one that does it? Macros. Macros. Yeah. Does anyone go to Macros? Anyone? I go to Macro quite a lot. Do you? Whereabouts? Where's, where's your? Where's, I, uh, I don't even know where, where my parents near where my parents live, but the closest one to us is either Luton or Reading. But we go to I go up here. I mainly go to Booker. But if I'm uh, at my parents for the weekend, I'll nip to Macro to get a few supplies for cooking. Yeah, man. I right. go to Macros as a kid with my parents for some weird reason, but I haven't seen one around for ages. Carry on. This is really uninteresting. <laughs> you don't care about this. <laughs> oh, it's good. Bonglangs. Bongers. Kingers. Shout out to the cookie fam smoking big boxes of the Cheddar Pissed, brackets real strain name, London pound cake cross lemonade and gelato. Yep, correct. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> uh, Shelby, Shelbers, Mayers. Favorite comfort mood, mi- <laughs> comfort mood. <laughs> Favorite comfort food meal to make. Uh, this might have been her original comment, I suspect. Um, that goes for us. Roast. Or my pasta dish, because it's just easy, and I've tweaked it so much that, it's yeah, it's comfort food now to me. Mm, I don't know. Oh, chilli, I suppose, actually. I make a good chilli. Yeah. yeah, and your stew and dumplings as, like, winter comfort food. Mm. Have we done a pasta episode? Yeah. I don't know, because... Slash, oh. slash Italian. Don't, don't mock me, Stuart Bullock. <laughs> <laughs> don't you dare. <laughs> Uh, I, um, don't, I don't think we have, have we? Rich, what's your beef stew uh, tactic? Because I can never quite get enough flavour into them. <coughs> into the, what kind of flavour are you looking for? Uh, <laughs> just just normal beef stew, like savoury, meaty. Put more are beef using, in it. Are you using stock? Yeah. Are you um, browning the meat, I assume? Yeah. Uh, are, you, are you slow cooking it? I'm, yeah, I'm just shit a stew, aren't I? How long are you slow cooking it for? I uh, put it in the slow cooker for between 8 and 10 hours. Wow. Uh, <laughs> I actually... I actually <laughs> put, uh, a bit of uh, bisto in mine. Bisto? Yeah, not not much. Just to, It just thickens it up nicely and just gives it a little bit of a ground flavour. Nice. Yeah, oh, nice. I'll try that. Stick Marmite in there. Let, what, what's your base veg? Uh... Onion, carrot, certain some kind of celery. Only in the most re- interestingly, only the most recent time I did it. Actually, it was yeah. it was bad to be fair. Like but thick, it still wasn't thick chunks of carrot brown, browning to to 
get that flavour. Okay, nice. Yeah, I'll do that next time. Garlic around it. puree. No. Yeah, garlic puree. Um, garlic, pretty much garlic and onion goes in all of my dishes. To be fair, wow. even his cookies. Yeah. <laughs> you were going to cook something for someone recently and they were like, oh, I'm not a big fan of garlic and onion. You're like, I don't know what I can make you then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're no longer invited. Yeah. Um, recently, oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, shit, what was I going to say? Yeah, they've never been they've never been bad by any means, but um, yeah, cool. I will try those next time. Thank you. You're welcome. I do, love, do love that dish. Um. Oh, embarrassing! Maddie Madworld. There she is. Madison. 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 Do we MJ. think she's Madison? Uh, no, I'd imagine Madison not. County. Yeah. I missed that. She said. Mm, Madel- Madeline. Madeline. Yeah, she said. Mm, MJ's cooking. Where is she? Sorry. Don't know where she is. Outside. No, no, no. I think she's driving a car. <laughs> On that point, I will say, to be fair, I do only take photos of my nice meals. Um, I do cook a lot of bad ones. Um, a lot. Correct. What's Claire's go-to meal if Claire's cooking? Claire's signature dish is pasta with butter. Oh, pretty good, though. Pasta and butter is a pretty good combo, I must say. It's, uh, I mean, not for a dinner party or anything. <laughs> no. Yeah, she, 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 she browning the pasta. <laughs> <laughs> she does it, it's precisely zero cooking. She'll she'll only cook when I'm out and she's needing to cook for herself, and okay. it should be that way because she doesn't quite have the skill level, and she wouldn't mind me saying that. She's not interested in learning, and that's fine by me. I enjoy cooking and don't like cleaning, so that's the deal we have. Correct. Uh, Amelia Hills. <laughs> Hillser. Hillsers. Hope you are all safe and well. Thank you. Correct. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Hope you and are you. Too. And you, Amelia. Do you have any recipes for meals that taste great and are easy to make? See also, above. Beans on toast. <laughs> True. Nathan's own beans on toast. Yeah, better than restaurant. Better than restaurant quality. Better than Little Chef. It's all in the butter. Carry on. Um, also, what's your favourite home-cooked dessert? Mine is my mum's banana cake. Don't make desserts. Yeah, I don't really make desserts. No. No. Uh, oh, tri- yeah. oh, trifle, isn't it? Obviously. Or your cherry pie. Oh, yeah, cherry pie I make sometimes. You do a banging cherry pie. Oh, no, sorry. No, at Christmas I do a um, um, uh, panettone chocolate orange. Um, like bread and butter pudding. Jamie Oliver one, isn't it? Yeah, and that's the tits. Like a mar- like a bitter marmalade and dark chocolate orange panettone oh, nice. pudding thing. Oh, that does sound nice, to be fair. Yeah. Mm. Trying to think of an easy, great-tasting meal. I, I make a really, really good baked gnocchi that's dead easy. You literally soak the gnocchi for two minutes, you chuck the gnocchi, some chopped-up peppers, some chopped-up cherry tomatoes, chilli flakes, salt, pepper rosemary uh, and you bake it for like 45 minutes and then put some ricotta on it just a couple of dollops of ricotta on top serve it with that it's well nice mm, that sounds good mm. it's so easy and really tasty 
We don't eat gnocchi enough, to be fair. Every time I have it, I think, oh, yeah, this is banging, but yeah. we don't. I find any sort of sort of like just yeah like pasta or gnocchi like carby like a carby base with veg and cheese yeah. always just goes well and it's just yeah. yeah quick and easy yeah correct wish I like gnocchi but I don't I'd, I'd like to make some I'd really Never like to give it. it a go is this like when you said you didn't like risotto though MJ and it turned out you never tried it uh, no I have tried gnocchi it's more just the texture and the it's sort of too much it's too much um, too bland Right. Do you remember when you said that though? <laughs> you were coming around to mine for a dinner party, and I was giving you suggestions of what I'll do. And I was like, "Oh, risotto," and you're like, "I don't like risotto." So I ended up making you arancini, and you fucking loved it. Oh, uh, your arancini was fucking mind blowing. You know, you know what's in the arancini? It's just uh, fry in it. Just fried. <laughs> just fried breadcrumbs. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, that that is that's incredible. That was, I was going to say that's one of the best things that I've ever had made for me, but that does go for Laura's Roast as well. Laura's Roast is the only one that comes close to mine. That I've had. I mean, I haven't... You haven't had mine, mate, so... Correct. Correct. I don't know why. I'm proud. I didn't fucking make Um... it. Oh, fuck. I I, I wish I could think of what is easy to make. There must be something that is easy to make that is... Still desserts? Uh, I will get on to desserts. Just, just um, meals slash desserts. Yeah, I tacos, will say the... tacos for me is my go-to. Oh yeah, cookies is uh, tacos is good. <laughs> yeah, the Oaxaca, the Oaxaca tacos kit is is so good. Oh, the blue one yeah. used to be good until they changed it. I can't remember what's the green one. Have you had them recently? No. Because do you know they changed them? I saw Are they you... changed the branding. I didn't know they changed the flavors and stuff are you talking about the white packet with the stark bright colors yeah 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 they've completely changed them and i mean they've changed the underlying they've made them from one of the best kits you can buy to just complete garbage not garbage just average i'm deadly serious oh to be fair yeah recently well we used to buy them all the time that's why why i said that they're good but recently we i just buy like them separately now like waitrose do a um black pepper and coconut uh, mini tortilla wraps um and wow. they're they're amazing and they do a really nice um uh like lemon and chili um rub thing that we use oh that sounds well nice um i did make french toast last week using rachel's cooking recipe and that was really good that's i suppose that's quite easy i can't really think but that wise easy by far and away cheesecake is the best thing that i make um yeah. Does that work? Maddie says, Hiya, Amelia. Amelia says, Hey, Maddie. Finn <laughs> uh, Rogers has said, What's the best dish? Di- well, sorry, what's the best dish Claire makes? And Claire replied, Beans on toast. Wow. Nope, that's not what he said, is it? So. Yeah, that grows true. I think it would be. But actually, to be fair, I've never had Claire's. Sounds like we have a beans on toast cook-off. It's all about the amount of cheese you put on as well. Uh, I'm not sure I've ever eaten Claire's cooking. (laughs) Ever? Ever? Yeah, I'm... That's a fuck segment, isn't it? Like, excluding... She must have put chicken nuggets in, but even that I'm not certain. I, I'm I, I'm not one hundred. Actually, saying that though, that's one thing which will mock my cooking. But as soon as I make anything for myself and bring it over and start eating, I'll be like, "Oh, let's have a bit." 
Yeah, that's true. So I'm all that bad. Ever eaten your cooking slash something you've made me? Oh, actually, actually, the first time I ever went round her house, she I think she put pizza in the oven. Gave you food. <laughs> was was that when you first ate pizza? <laughs> uh, it was around the time that I didn't dig it. So yeah, it was like. <laughs> Um, no, that's I not what did... you told us before. You told us you hadn't had pizza until you met Claire. I did dig the rest of the stuff I got that time. Oh, MJ. <laughs> so I didn't. That was. I didn't. Potato wedges. <laughs> <laughs> um... In order to grow the Food Review UK podcast, we'd like to ask all our listeners and subscribers to drop us a review on their chosen podcast application. With your help, we can grow the podcast to such an extent that we had no need for the Food Review UK YouTube channel and its owner, Michael Jameson. There is a little favour that we'd like to ask of you. Just head on over to iTunes and leave us a positive review. 1,000 five-star reviews and MJ dies! Hurrah! Amelia Hills. Hillses. Rich, I I can't find any Airwaves gum in the shops. Do you have any (laughs) recipes for savoury snacks I can make instead? (laughs) Genuine one. Very genuine. That is top quality. Well done. Amazing. Top shelf. Top shelf. Top shelf. Uh, yeah, if you want some savoury stuff, just get some Maryland cookies. <laughs> <laughs> I don't uh, even know who was right or wrong. Well, we, we, because we said Maryland is more savoury than Airways, which it obviously is. Um, it's not. Because it has salt in it. Correct. Yeah, yeah which is fucking Means leaving. nothing. Well, it's actually the definition I mean, of guy, guy in a hot dog, uh, sorry, a uh, fluid person in a yeah. uh, hot dog suit said that your cookies are incredibly sweet and they've got yeah, salt well, in them. There we go. Yeah, well, he's, he's probably not on that, to be fair. <laughs> um, Jasmine B. Jasmus. <laughs> Live Jasmine. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> we. Oh, well. <laughs> Sorry, I, I shouldn't have said that. Oh well, weird after my. <laughs> oh well, weird, weird after my comment on your hummus post. Think I'm psychic? Yeah, fair comment to be fair. Finn Rogers didn't actually get a fair shot at this last game. Finn Rogers. Finners. Rogers. Also, Stuart, what's your untapped? Can I add you, mate? Uh, if you just search for Stuart Bullock, you'll find me. Yeah. Decent. Liam T one eighty. One eighty is. T my Um so I did something clever there. I said Liam T one eighty, then I said to my to to mail, which is Liam T one uh, backwards. <laughs> lads, 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 girl. Well <laughs> excellent. I used to be a lad, so Yeah, yeah correct. Yeah, until she transitioned. <laughs> Great knowledge. Yeah, in, in name alone, I should add for anyone new. Yeah. The Geordie Lion. L- L- Jordas. I'm alive. Just waiting for these. Uh... I got. Let me just check. I re- can read this out loud. <laughs> I don't know. If, I don't know what this means, but I guess I'll read it anyway. I'm alive. Just waiting for these Arabs to purchase my club. Hashtag cans. MJ. 
Bongers has agreed to be our getaway driver. One love, Bong Lungs, my brother. Yeah, it's a Newcastle United reference. Mike Ashley's rumored to sell, rumored to be selling the club to um, some uh, confirmed uh, murderers, but still probably better than Mike Ashley in it. So, oh, uh, I don't really know what any of what you've just said is because I only follow the Premiership. Ah, uh, so. yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 All right. Yeah. Um, that's it. That's the sock med. Well done. Thank you, Michael. Thank you, Michael. Thank you, Michael. Thank you, thank you, everyone. Merci. For your questions. Thank you, Michael. Um, thank you, Michael. And before, we, thank you, Michael. And before well, we go, Fred, thank but you, I don't have many thanks as I've been given. No, no, thank you, Michael. Um, before we sign off, we're going to do one last quick segment for Tony. Uh, Tony, heaven and hell. Heaven and I don't know how the tune goes, I forget it. Um, Tony. Yeah. We are constructing a food heaven and a food hell. Uh, Can you please give me a food or drink that you would like to go into heaven and a food or drink that you would like to go into hell, please? Can I just say, I know it comes down to you guys, but do I get a say in what goes in hell and heaven? Absolutely not. Okay, not right. in the slightest. Correct. I mean, um, you, you, you can weigh in, but your vote does not count. Fair. Fair. Yeah. Fair. Stern, but fair. Yeah. Otherwise, it's, un- it's unfair on all those people you didn't vote on, Rich. Correct. Wow. Who put Sambuca in heaven? Was that a thing, or was that in hell? That's uh, in hell. It's, it's oh, not, okay. it's, Sambuca's not on the list anyway. Oh, Aniseed. yeah. Oh, that was me. Yeah, that went into hell. Aniseed is vile. It I've, is filthy. I've warmed to it recently. You look, you got it in. Well, it's in there forever. Yeah. If I know one thing about food heaven and food hell, it's forever. Correct. T- tone. Uh, I've, I mean, I've got, I've got a few options, so I'm just wondering which one's more likely to make the cut. Um, are there many drinks in heaven or hell? No, there think, are not. I've seen this earlier, actually. None, I don't think. Okay, well, I'm going to go for my heaven. I'm going to go for tea. Oh. <laughs> oh, oh, dear. Stuart the heartbreaker. Oh, he's not alone. Oh. It's horrible. <laughs> oh, no, it's horrible. Tri- horrible. Oh, yeah, that's Has there ever been a triple denial? Of all time. Tea is absolute dog dirt, mate. Like I can cope with like fruit teas and like herbal teas. When you say no, but when you say tea, and also fruit tea isn't tea. Fruit tea is just hot squash. Right, so fruit tea is not tea then. So let's just talk about tea. Well done, Tony. You've just talked your way out of it. No, no, but what I mean is, if you're if that's your level of tea, you're starting at like the. No, I've had. I mean, I've had. I've been served cups of tea. I've I've been served cups of tea. uh, It's horrible. It tastes of weird. Perfume, it's just, t- tea's weird. Tea's not nice. 
Do you know yeah, what? A good cup of tea made for you, though. I imagine so. Like I've got the everyone who everyone in my family, everyone else are tea drinkers. My parents are tea drinkers. My wife is a tea drinker. My in-laws are tea drinkers. My Does your mum drink my tea? Son, my mum does drink tea. Oh, how weird! What my God, I love a cup of tea. Do you like a cup of tea? And I am. I I only drink coffee, hot drink wise, uh, and I just don't like tea at all. Wow. Even Theo drinks tea. Wow. <laughs> It's going to deprive your son of a yeah. drink in heaven. Are you vetoing it, Stuart? I mean, I'm assuming we all are, aren't we? MJ? So, the last time MJ I doesn't drink hot drinks. Was... Correct. I, re- yeah. I nearly had a hot drink this morning, actually. I nearly nearly. Had a hot drink. <laughs> you leave it out on the sun. He left his Lucas head on the radio. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm probably going to have a Horlicks tomorrow. I might even have a cup of tea tomorrow. <laughs> And it will be my first cup of tea since October. Uh, and be that's heavenly, MJ. My... Hey? Be heavenly. <laughs> oh. Um, I, that was probably my first tea in over a year or years. I never have it. The problem is, I don't have anything against it. But unfortunately, it's not a heaven item for me. Oh. thing about tea that stops it going into heaven is it's just shit. Oh, isn't yeah, it? I suppose I'd say I'm not even against. I've picked the three people I know that don't like it. Oh, I like no. To be fair, I like it. To be to be fair, actually, I have nothing against it going into heaven, so I will allow it in. Oh, but God. I do. I am knowing that it's not going to get. In because, <laughs> Nate, do you want to have to say you've not really chopped up a little bit? But oh no, I think I think Stuart said it perfectly. <laughs> wow, <that> it's shit. <laughs> That is quite bizarre because you don't really find people that don't like it, do you? Nate, do you drink hot drinks? Yeah, I drink coffee. I love coffee. Yeah, uh, I do. I love coffee, but I do. I do absolutely bloody love a tea as well. I have never liked tea. I just find it so weak and rubbish. It's just, it's just naff. I can't. I can't even tell you what it is. It's just meh. I want to know from other people in the frat community what the feeling is on tea because I feel like there must be a broader community oh. that people... Oh, I don't doubt it. Tea is... Claire loves tea. hugely popular. Like, it's yes. hugely popular. That's uh, it. should go in heaven. Oh, God, no. Have a bad <laughs> day, have a cup of tea. We are a bit cold. But you have to think things that this is the heaven according to Stuart, Nate and MJ. This is heaven according to Theo. Uh, Claire and maybe does Laura like tea? Uh, I think she does. She definitely does. I mean, we're, we're talking about a food heaven that doesn't include lasagna because Stuart kicked it out. That's, that's more takes. controversial than yeah, tea not okay. going in. Yeah, it's idiotic is what it is. Also, belly, belly pork Shaman. also didn't get into heaven. Correct. Belly pork yeah, is one of the greatest foods ever. Oh, fat. Was that me fat. that said that? No, it was me that said belly pork. You no, ve- was, it, was, was it me that vetoed it? Probably, because you were... If it's, if it's not cooked right, though, then it, it's horrible. Is, is the pronunciation of belly pork a north-south divide? Because we always just refer to it as pork belly. Correct, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it is pork belly. Stuart's just yeah. special. It's not even a north-south. Like <laughs> <laughs> I think hearing the word belly before any food just sounds really... <laughs> 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 Maybe that's why I vetoed it. <laughs> so yeah. weird. Oh. All right. 
worry that um, bloody Reebok or whatever advert that comes in word first, Belly's going to get you. <laughs> <laughs> so I have an image of Belly and then Pork. Belly <laughs> Pork's going to get you. <laughs> <laughs> Is that on our um, opening episode, Stuart? Would that have been? Uh, it would have been the when we did the full-on Heaven and Hell yeah. episode. So that would have only been me or MJ that would have vetoed that. Uh, probably, MJ, yeah. Would you? Would you have vetoed that? I would have vetoed the fuck out of it. Oh, there we go. Then it wasn't me because I love I love pork belly, so I don't I don't I'd be surprised. I would. Yeah. If I, if I was in, if I did have a say, I would only would have vetoed it because it's when when it's not cooked correctly and it's slimy, it's fucking rank. Agreed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 not always perfect all the time, but when it is done right, it's it's fucking immense. Nice. Um. But yeah, and it sounds like MJ, so I'm not going to take the blame on that one. Right, right so so T, you can get to fuck. Um, oh, so rude. How rude? What was your hell, Tony? I mean, hell's obviously going to get vetoed anyway, so... Um, Notoriously tough to get into food hell. you got three good ones, to be fair. But, well, one of them, I think, would get vetoed at the place ingredient. So... I'm gonna go for rocket. <laughs> uh, I I'd happily see that in hell, to be honest. Yeah, I just feel like there are so many better salady leaves. Yeah, so many bitter leaves, and don't need another one. And yeah, it's too overpowering. I'd much prefer spinach or lettuce or any other. I like rocket because I like that it actually has a flavour. Correct. <laughs> Correct, Richard. Oh, here he comes. <laughs> Fucking look at him. He, he's, he's just, he's just, he takes so much pleasure from not allowing anything in heaven and not allowing anything <laughs> in hell. So, so what we've established is my food hell is Stuart's food heaven and vice yeah. versa. I don't love Rocket or anything, but Rich is absolutely he right. Hates me. Rocket, Rocket is is better than things that don't have a flavour. It's got a nice peppery flavour. Yeah. I don't think Stuart hates or loves any food. He just fucking (laughs) loves disagreeing and hurting people. However, I should say, Tony's other food hell was going to be raw celery, and that does have a strong flavour, which I hate. Oh! Oh! Raw celery is one of the worst foods known to man. Yeah. Oh. Do you know what? The reason I didn't say that was because I thought it wouldn't get into food hell because it's always such a base ingredient. Yeah, I use like stews and stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's not raw, raw then, is it? Oh, raw you... celery, though. Oh, okay. Nate loves raw it, celery. What, you, go no, on, no. yeah, go on, change it to raw celery. Right. Can I go for raw celery then, please? No. Hey, <laughs> hey, name the last <laughs> day that you didn't have raw celery. <laughs> today I don't have it every day I mean. but how many <laughs> do you, do, do you dip it what's, what's your dip uh, oh yeah, no dip, dip my friend no 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 I mean raw celery has a lovely canal that is just perfect for putting sauce right down the middle of ketchup ketchup salad cream or take away the taste Nutella. of a horrible horrible taste of celery <laughs> no I love I love the taste of celery I would I would eat celery raw and neat Nathan. See, what gets me is when people give you that fact about how you burn more calories eating celery than the celery has in itself. I'm like, that's wonderful, but why isn't that a fact for decent foods? Yeah, like cookies. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Why doesn't Nutella have that? Celery. People having like the um, celery, like they do like the celery logs or whatever, like with the um, peanut butter as a snack. And I think I'd love to have that, except. 
it's got fucking celery on it. And often at work, we'll do, like, with the kids, like, healthy eating stuff. And we'll do, like, um, stuff where I, like, lay out stuff, like, um, fruit and veg and stuff for them to try to taste different things. And I'll always try everything just with that whole teacher mentality. Of, like, you know, you can't expect the kids to eat it if you don't, blah, blah. Um, and obviously, as you get older, taste change. So I've often, like, tried another bit, and I'm just like, no, no, still can't do it. Correct. Um, so, yeah. Uh, Celery. Celery is also the only musical instrument that I can play. So, brilliant. Nice reference. Um, yeah, it can get uh, both rocket and celery can get to fuck for me. Thank you, MJ. Uh, well, sadly, I'm I'm I would allow I would have allowed rocket in because um, I don't like the texture of it particularly, sort of flavour so much. I just find it so limp and pathetic. <laughs> You like to hear the final choice of hell? Yeah. This one I'm sure MJ will veto and everyone else will probably agree with. Just go by the law of averages. I would veto the fuck out of your final one because it's delicious. Yeah, no, my last one is very, very controversial and I will get vetoed, so that's why I didn't choose it. But I would have said Jaffa Cakes. Wow. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's not going anywhere. But no, exactly. That's why I didn't say it. I knew it's... It's very controversial, but yeah, Good people. Quality, do, so many people would can eat like a whole packet of Jaffa cakes in a go, one go. But I don't like the chocolate they use. I don't like the jelly stuff in the middle. I don't like the cakey base bit. There is nothing I like about Jaffa cake. But I do appreciate that other people love them. I think Jaffa cakes are a bit why? dead. They're a bit dead, but they're not hell, are they? Come on. Well, no, that's why I didn't say it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was just on my list of notes. Yeah, <laughs> which which are you know. which are you choosing then? Are you choosing rocket or celery? Yeah, I'm gonna go for raw celery. Right, so that's uh, that that you vetoing that then, Nathan? <laughs> Not that it matters because none of them are going. I've never vetoed something more. <laughs> wow. You've changed. <laughs> yeah, I've always loved celery. <laughs> oh, uh, I'm keeping my own list now, Stuart. So, thank you. All right. Um, wow! <laughs> God, you get a rundown of what what is in hell and heaven at the moment. Uh, yeah, heaven burgers, pizza, halloumi burritos, <laughs> cookies, tacos, fried chicken, Sunday roasts, milk chocolate, and ice cream. Hell, <laughs> yeah, hell, hell contains aniseed, the concept of food contamination, Brussels sprouts, and gimmicky hot sauces. I was so excited that I might be the first one to put a drink in. Uh, yeah. Should have said orange squash. Yeah, cream soda. Flavoured gin. Yeah. Whiskey. Yeah, milk. Yeah. Coffee. Water. Yeah, milk. I'd let, I'd let milk in. It's <laughs> <laughs> a nice glass of milk. Put in heaven. I mean, I know that we need it, but... <laughs> do we yeah does anyone actually need it <laughs> Nate gets all his water content from all the celery he eats so yeah. he's fine <laughs> and I am a picture of health <sighs> awkward pause leading into outro <laughs> and thank you very much Rich and Tony for joining us on this um, expedition of the kitchen it's almost a rhyme um yeah, thank you very much for joining us. It's been a great barrel of fun. Possibly one of our longest ever episodes. Um, no, not even close, I don't think. Oh, one of, though. 
Well, two hours and 24 minutes, mate. It's not even fucking close. I was going to say a quick thing, but I think it will go off on a tangent. It won't be quick. But are people finding they're cooking more, obviously, at home because of what's going on? But are people finding that if you weren't cooking as much, you're cooking more? Uh, I'm about the same. About the same. Yeah. So it was a quick point, then. That's that's handy. (laughs) Maybe more biscuits, if that's a separate question. More biscuits. I have had, yeah. I've probably had more biscuits in the last seven weeks than I've had in the last seven years. Well, how much celery do you have to eat to burn them? <laughs> <laughs> that's, what, that's what he was thinking on, that little groove of the celery. Just biscuit I, burns. I did, I did once contemplate how much chocolate to celery ratio you would have to have so that one burned off the other. But... <laughs> I don't think that's true about the celery. Oh, come on then. I believe it's not, not true. You think that's a that's, you think that's a conspiracy by the man? You think that the government oh, has true. been spreading that? I don't believe it's true. Trying to encourage people to eat the nastiness that is raw celery. Ah, uh-huh, leave celery alone. Come on, come on. Celery Next negative. week we're going. I'm going to be. I'm going to be. I'm going to be contacting the celery uh, tourism board to <laughs> get us. Um... <laughs> Nate's like, oh, you know what I fancy after this conversation? Nice old cold stick of dry. Love it. Bloody love Fresh a bit of stick of celery. Stick of celery, and crunchy and and stringy and oh yeah, get him, get him in the mouth hole. Right, that's I'm enough. <laughs> well, you heard the rumours. <laughs> um, thank you very much for joining us. It's been a blast. Um, sorry that it's taken so long to have you both back on individually and jointly. You should but... be. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I just said I am. <laughs> Um, but yeah, um, so please remind us where where can they f- where 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 can they find the cookie mill? You can find the cookie mill at www.thecookiemill.co.uk or on Facebook we're just called the Cookie Mill or on Instagram we're called at the Cookie Mill UK. Um, and you sell deep dish cookies. And the six star, uh, the six star. Uh, you you, you want to edit that bit, Stuart? Sorry. Good morning, Stuart. The six star, the six star anniversary product that you're releasing. When is that available? Um, that will be available. We're doing two restocks of it. Um, well, it's going to essentially it's going to be two weeks of it. But at the moment, if I'm saying restocks because obviously we're selling out quite quick at the moment. Um, the restocks will be on Friday the uh, 22nd and Friday the 29th at 6pm. Okay, so listeners, you hear that? If you if you like cookies, you will like this. You need to buy it, but you need to set an alarm. Don't be disappointed Yeah. if you, if you miss out. Yeah, remember, it's just me doing it. I mean, Tony's helping me at the moment, but there's only so much butter and eggs I can buy to keep oh, up with the quantity. Well, there's only so much butter and eggs available. Yeah. 100% support local, support small businesses, yeah. support people like Rich. I'm not, and... I'm not, I'm literally not as big as Cadbury World, so please don't expect me to be. <laughs> Almost. Are you not? You're not as big as Cadbury? Uh, not yet. Mm. Cookie Mill World, coming soon, 2021. Heard it first. I will 100% be buying some of your cookies soon. I can't decide whether to get the because it's limited edition or to wait until the... Bit more editing editing for me to do, yeah. Nice one. You do have to choose between one or the other. To to order the other 
things. A special product. You the... want to start that again? <laughs> I definitely will be uh, buying some of your products. I can't decide whether to buy the special edition somethings or the other things, the normal things. So I don't know which one to buy. So but one of them. You'll, you'll have one that, well, from, uh, from how well the flavours come out, I can see myself doing the special edition every year. Um, so you can either have some all year round or you can have some once a year. Some you've had before, some um, you haven't. You'd, uh, you're actually lying because you can have both if you want, if you order both. So. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. is very true. That is very true. But I'm also on reduced pay and have less money at the moment. So I have to sort of yeah. think about what I buy. And, yeah, thinking about that by supporting your friends, I suppose. Oh, I'm but buying other products as well, though. So I'm buying lots of things at the moment. Well, and... On the plus side, the classic flavours will be around all year round. So once you're back to full pay, yeah. treat yourself. And they're deep dish then cookies so they feed all your family. Do you not want to feed your family? <laughs> <laughs> it will be we know it. So Christmas flavours will be there. I mean, that implies that when he buys cookies, he'll be sharing them, so... Oh, yeah, shit. Wouldn't have a choice. Oh, oh wow, family. Would eat, them, would eat them all. Um, thank you, Stuart and Michael. You don't need to thank me, just know that I'm always here for you. And I'm always here for you, Michael. How are you doing? Very, very badly. How are you? I'm OK. Stuart, how are you doing? Um, I put a brave face on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Listeners, listeners, how are you doing? Goodbye. God! <laughs> Stuart made that dark quite quickly. We really need to put like a suicide helpline on or something. Yeah. What is it actually? Has she been affected by anything in tonight's show? Contact yeah. Nate for a little chat. I would genuinely love to hear from any listeners that are having problems because I'm here for you. Uh, and I would like to extend that out to the listeners as well and just encourage you to contact Nate if you do have anything. Because yeah. I don't want to fucking hear. <laughs> oh, God. If I can, if... Only because I can't handle them. Uncle Nate. If... If I can save a life, this whole thing has been... No. no. <laughs> Too far. Too far. Five... To be fair, you would be the best one out of everyone. God, to definitely. Lend listening ear. Good grief. Probably. Yeah. They're just not me, basically. <laughs> no, not me either. <laughs> Call 07... No, Stuart, you're, but you're already like a mentor-like figure. <laughs> a mental-like figure. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, is this still part of the show? Or? I, don't, I, I thought it wasn't, and then it got a bit showy again. No, I do. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, love to you all. Love to your mothers. It's still good. <laughs> Word to your mother. Why <laughs> Right, that's the end, isn't it, now? That's yeah. the end.